Welcome back to another episode of Boys Don't Lie to Podcast, episode three. Episode three, man. Which it should be episode one. I think it's season one. To me, it is. But, you know, on the technicality, when you go to Apple now, Mm, that's facts. When you go to Spotify and everything else, you're not going to be able to see, you know, season one episode. It's going to be. Episode, episode three. three. So. Call it episode three. Then we go rock with it. Yes, I got sir. pilot one, pilot two on there, so people know that was the that was a test trial. This is the real deal so this now. Is episode three. The title of episode three is episode one. So the real that, deal. hopefully that doesn't get confusing for you. The real deal. Yeah. The real deal. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, we got a lot in store for you today. I'm excited, man. Man, bro, we we got ninety six. Ninety six. Probably more, but ninety six. A lot of like uh, request message requests on my Twitter, and uh, we're gonna go through and just answer all you guys' questions for the very first show, man. Ninety six. We we gonna try to get to all of them. Ninety six. Yeah. We like bro. to talk, so we gonna see if we. That get man's phone was buzzing in the middle of the night. Yeah, bro. I turned my Twitter notifications off. Well, you yes, had OG. to ninety six. <laughs> Literally, <bro>. like, <clears throat> there's no way you can keep it on with ninety six. But we're good now. You know what I'm saying? After people figured out that we were getting the celebrity attention and the the, the views and stuff like that, they wanted to they wanted to put their little their twist into it. So mm-hmm. Congratulations and stuff. But it's just the beginning, bro. This is just this just the intro, like Drake said. This is yeah, this is literally episode three. Like this is bonkers. We are getting started right now. That's yes, what's sir. so crazy about it. The foundation this. has been laid. Mm-hmm. No, we're just stepping on the step. We're stuff. just stepping to greatness now. right now. Yeah, and then <laughs> not to put a timetable, but I put a um, I put her on Twitter yesterday. We just got her on Apple. That's the biggest thing because mm-hmm. to get on Apple, you have to have a certain amount of plays on your on your streams, and we've passed it. We are now at the at the time that this show is being recorded at twenty two thousand all time streams. So, That's crazy man. already. That's insane. It's a off and it's what, week and a half, yeah, week and two half. weeks, yeah, maybe tops, two weeks tops for sure. I'm ready. A lot we got a lot been, of good questions to go through today too. And a lot of people have been hitting, talking about they like the voices. Yeah, trying to put the voices to the faces. Hey, got a text yeah. yesterday saying Mario looked good, <laughs> like his voice. Hey, I tell you what, I ain't been posting no pictures recently, but I'm getting a haircut tomorrow, so we're gonna have hey, to get the haircut. We, yes, we sir. Have, we gonna have a Everybody nice in here photo shoot when I get back. So I gotta go all the way down to Wichita to see my boy. Hey, in so. saying that, before we get into the show, in time for the birthday. Show. Thank you Thanks. to whoever the mysterious lady was. I don't know who you are, but man, bro. So people can hear me, bro, <laughs> because there's a lot of people that I used to go to high school with and yeah. people that I connected with when I was. In Georgia, yeah. Malik and Sleazy are the biggest ones right now. They're our biggest fans. Yeah, Sleazy has a shop in Atlanta on Midtown. He plays our podcast during his show. I mean, during his, his hours at work. So that's crazy. That's real big love for him. But tell everybody y'all social media so everybody knows where to follow you guys so I can stop telling them. Yeah, all right. go ahead. You want me to go? Yeah. I, I mean, I think all my stuff is still Owen underscore Burke. My Snapchat's Burke fifty four B E R K for my last name. But I know our Twitters and stuff is is in the link tree still. Yeah. So, so I mean, if you go to Shay's profile and you click that link tree, it'll have my Twitter and it'll have Sam's Twitter in there too. So I've literally have had a I don't know reconsolidation of my profiles over the years. So I've been verified footage for the last six years. Before yeah. that, I was Space Jam with an X. That was that was back in like. That brought back memories. But, I can uh, tell on your face. Verified, verified footage is rare. R A R E fied F I E D footage. It's 
those exact no spaces, underscores, or any of that extra. And just no zeros, just O's. So yeah, tap in with me. Yeah, and mine then, is Ashay. Ashay on everything. Yeah. No, it's Ashay S on Twitter. You can on Twitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. I, I made it I made a Twitter and I was at my homie's house and I forgot the password. Oh god, we was make there. sure I remember that. I, that 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 <laughs> I wish I could buy it, bro. Cause it's just Ashay. It's Ashay with the egg. It's like no one takes it. No, no I had two followers, bro. I just promoted it. Dang. Bro, I really want that because everything would be Ashay. Do you have the email the still? You could get it back. I made a fake. We're gonna tap into it. We're gonna figure it out. All right. Oh well, I'll help you figure it out. When Go. I'm famous, I'm gonna tell them I made that. Booty. Hey, we're <laughs> hey, hey, on fantasy, fantasy right now. I ain't gonna cap. I deleted my first Snapchat. And I had that from the eighth grade. Oh yeah, he did. I yeah. still got my first one. Till, I did. Till, like, I didn't make my name in any last year, September, bro. And I had some gym memories in that John from concerts and everything. Oh damn. That's, yeah, that's a gone. That's crazy. So I'm gonna top in the Snapchat first. Like, hey, bro, let me get the memories. I don't even want the Snapchat name. I just want the memories off that. Uh, yeah, I, I just want the memories. For real. So man, we got a lot of questions from you guys. Uh, Owen's in the building, like he says. Samari's in the building, man. We finna go crazy. I just want to tell you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the love and support. Honestly, we didn't think that we'd get here uh, when we made the first show. The first show was we made it at like one, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like yeah. four o'clock on the floor in my room. Um, We're still here. Yeah, but mm-hmm. now it just seems like it's more promising than ever. Pilot 2 is the one that's going to stick in my head for a while. That was, it was, it was, it was mm-hmm. negative 10 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Y'all had the stove open for heat when I walked in the door. I'm going to remember that one for a while. I think that's the one that's going to stick with me, too, because that's the one that Ebro yeah. hit me up on. And that's just the biggest thing ever, bro. Our FaceTime, bro. We talked. Well, FaceTime audio and talk. Give us a lot. And he's going to talk to Samari and Samari and uh, Owen here soon. So, if you, bro, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, bro. Thank you, sir. Shout out yeah. to Dolph. Um, hey. Shout out to all the celebrities that show up. Literally. Hey, yeah. yeah. Dolph, IMPE certified. I need that. <laughs> I need that. PRE certified. I need that, bro. Type in with me. Direct. But y'all know it, man. Two hours of talk. We finna get tapped into it. We're going to go question for question. All these questions, man. We're going to pick some some random ones. We picked the random ones, and uh, we finna just go into it. So we're going to go through it. We're going to start off with some of the personal ones that y'all wanted them to answer. We'll start with Samari first. Samari, you got oh, a Lord. question, mm. and it was <clears throat> your top five shoes ever. That's tough. Mm. That's that tough. is tough. I mean, let me just say this about myself. I'm a little bit different when it comes to sneaker, like, collecting. I'm really into runners. A lot of people don't understand why. I mean, I'm long and lanky so like my feet look good in runners because my feet ain't wide yeah they i got the they, they don't extend over the toe box bro like i hate that they, they be they be looking bunched up like it's a fist in that jar. <laughs> but in saying that um i think i try to keep it more than just one selection or just jordans whatever but top five i talk in my head ah uh, that's tough um no real order for these Cause this is, I, I really just throw it. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go. I'm gonna go Concord Elevens, white cement fours. Mm. I'm gonna go the original all black Vapor Maxes. So tough. Flying it, not necessarily, but I just love that. And I haven't had a pair of those in a long time, so I'm about to get a new pair. Um, I'll probably do for the last two. Shadow Backboard 1s and 
Not gonna lie, I'm gonna have to say it's some um, New Balance nine nineties. Ooh, I'm, I I think when my birthday comes around, I want to get a pair of New Balances. I don't right feel. I like that pick though. New That's Balances so. are nice, bro. Yeah. I like them. Nine nineties, Jays, Jays, and them. The nine nineties are fire too. That's so. it. I don't know. I've had a lot of uh, my DC connects on my DMV area people. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, it's big time. It's big so, time. Another one was for Owen. Let me look for it. Let me look for it. We're going to get to some of the bigger ones later. So okay. when we're later on to the show, we can talk about them and expand more. I got you. But uh, another one, where is it at? I'm sorry. Uh, um, mm. Well, you can, you can probably wrap this up real quick. What um, the one was for you is, uh, is Kimba hurting or helping the Celtics? Oh, this is a tough one. That's tough. Because I do like Kimba. I mean, I, I don't think there's anybody that doesn't like Kimba. There may be a couple Celtics fans that don't like him now. But <laughs> I just, I feel like he hasn't clicked with that roster as well as they'd hoped. I mean, I don't think Kyrie Irving clicked that well in Boston either. He had a couple good games. Um, like Kyrie had a, a lot of good games in Boston and a lot of highlights, but he wanted out. And then so they bring in Kimba, and they thought he was going to step in and do the same thing Kyrie did. But, like, I don't think it's anybody's fault, really. I just don't think it's been a pair. I think, um, I mean, he's at, he's at a career low in assists right now. He's only played half the games the Celtics have played. So, so you can't really say that it's his fault that they're 15 and 17 because yeah. he's only played 15 games. Right, yeah. But – I do think that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are 100% the one-two combo going forward. I think they have a lot of pieces there. I think if a trade comes along for Kemba that sounds good, I would think about moving him. I definitely think he's available right now. So I wouldn't say he's hurting the Celtics at all, but I don't think he's helping them as much as they wanted him to. Right, So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a tough one. I feel for him, but I just I feel like he just hasn't fit in Boston the way that they thought he was going. So yeah, maybe Danny Ainge needs to learn that there is some some emotional pieces here, and not everything's a business. You have to really look into a person's personality. You can't just try and do it willy nilly and expect everything to work out in the end. So you got that from the legend himself, man, right out the mouth. Um, the one for me was what's my favorite <laughs> brand of hats because I'm always wearing a hat in my pictures. It's true. I just noticed that, and the best team hat. So I'm gonna give you three. Uh, I like New Era. Yeah, I mean, you can't mess with hats. Actually, but I used to be a real 47 fan. Like, the dad hats, I used to go crazy on those, but I kind of, like, switched. There's certain fits that the dad just works. That dad dad hat era is kind of dying down. But, yeah, I'm in the New Era's now, man. Real big New Era guy. I like the Braves, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, I think... Me being from Georgia, Samari can attest. You have to have this if you're from Georgia. Oh yeah, like, everybody has to have. I don't even hats, and I have one. Yeah, no, it's, it's a staple. Hat. You have to have a Braves hat. Okay. This one is the the big one, the like navy with the white A, mm-hmm. red bill. That's yep. the big one. Um, I got I got a uh, a bay hat. What is the green and yellow one I have? Oh. Uh, Forget the team. Huh. It's the green and yellow one I have. Oakland, bro. Oakland, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, hey, I was looking at you like, I'm yeah. sorry I've left that dead space. Just like, but I, I totally, no, like, I totally I was like, though, because like, it slips. I got that. I think my, my next hat that I want to get is a white Sox hat. I think that would right, be man. fine. That white and black simplicity is awesome. I yeah, love that. Yeah, that kit is clean. And then, um, 
Another one I really, I really been looking at is um, I got a Seattle Mariners hat. I got a Colorado Rockies hat. I want to. I really like. I really want to get a Raiders hat, but a snapback. Okay. I think it'd be hard. Mm-hmm. I used to have one of those back Raiders. in twelve. That's, That's cool. Throwback. Yeah. That's hard. Um, the next question that we got from all of you guys is, how did we start the podcast? So, um, basically, sometime like I think August or September. No, let's date it back. You know, I've always been vocal on Twitter about my music opinions. No one's always been vocal on um, Twitter about his sporting opinions. Samari's just, you know, there and there. He does both. Um, and then... Well-rounded. Swiss knife. Mm-hmm. Whenever we uh, whenever we were talking, like, me and Samari were going to do it, but Owen had started doing his his Owen show yeah. last mm-hmm. year, around, like, August, September, around that time. Yeah. It was, it was, it was actually a little bit earlier on into like, quarantine. Yeah. Because... I I was just wor- I wasn't working at the time, but my mom I saw him just at my mom's house in the middle of quarantine. My sister's back from college, she's there. And so my mom wanted me to do something. She's like, You're sitting here, she's like, You're not going to school right now. She's like, You're not working right now. Which she didn't want me to work at the yeah. time because my sister has a compromised immune system, so that was the whole thing. So she was like, She wanted me to start doing something. She's gonna get a new pair of crocs for my sister, and she's gonna give me a pair. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I really wanna start doing something. And I knew that if I got a studio mic, I could start doing a podcast and I could even use it for gaming, maybe streaming down the line. I've thought about doing that. I might start doing that Yeah. because I've had so many people tell me, like, if you're going to yeah. sit here and play six hours a day, you might as well Not stream. stream. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Literally. So, so I started doing my own show, but I just, that's been my problem. I mean, that's just a life problem is I get flaky on certain stuff and I just don't stick to deadlines well. So that's why my show kind of flamed out. But once I moved up here with my girlfriend... Uh, I had the equipment with me. I know that Shay and Samari talked about their stuff. So. And that goes back to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had talked. Me and Samari had talked about it. And like, I think me and Samari wanted to do it last year. But my biggest thing was like, I'm I'm really big on like perfection. So I really didn't want to just put it out there because I had a bunch of people DMing me and told me like I should have been doing it. Shout out to Trey. Trey was one of the biggest people that told me that. that I was doing. Like, I should have made the podcast. And, like, they're just, like, you know, you're always talking about music, this, this, and that, this, this, and that. But, like, when's the podcast coming? Austin Myers told me to do a podcast. Shout out to he, you. He Thanks. said, um, he said, when is the podcast coming? My homeboy, Drew, he told me to do a podcast a long time ago. So, just many, many people. Malik, Malik told me to do a podcast. So, it's been a lot Shout of people, bro. For real. I mean, and my little excerpt on that is, uh, I remember there was a part of like being just close to obviously my brother and he was taking off with all his uh Kesha related in- entities and and uh Butler and everybody was like yo like why are you why are you like spamming us with like playlists bro where are you getting all these playlists and he was like bro my brother's making them I was just like literally in a place where I literally was just curating playlists after playlists after playlists I was making just a bunch of different just sound good stuff and mm-hmm. A lot of people were like, bro, just start airing these or like make a podcast and just play this and then make it your own like personal radio station. So after that, got the idea and me and my brother obviously put that together. And I mean, a year and a half later, here we are. So, yeah, we was in the, we was in the, I was trying, when I, the thing about myself that like, even since high school, like when I get going on something, I don't stop at all. Yeah. That's my, my, 
The biggest thing that I love about myself is my drive. Like when I want to do something, I know that I'm going to do that. I'm going to push it and I'm going to keep going. And it's only better because that we got the we have the audience that we have now. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that's going to drive me more cuz now I'm not I'm not satisfied. Like, I'm not going to flake out on yeah. 20,000 people. Yeah, that's yeah. Thing. Like yeah. that's my biggest thing is going. Like I know that we have the audience now so we just keep on going. And um whenever we did it man I was like I was trying to make stuff that day. I told Samara, I was like, I'm going to have Raymond do the, the art tonight. Da, 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 da. And I could tell by Samara's face, like, man, calm down. Like, we, yeah. Like, we he got was trying more to record. time. You was trying to record night one. I was trying yeah. to go. But, you know, I was like, you know what, bro? I had to tell myself, I was like, you know what? Plan it back. Because if I, like I said, if I give myself one thing about anything, it's my marketing ability. Mm-hmm. So I was like, make them wait for it. Yo. We go this whole year. We tweet about music. We talk about stuff. 2021, that's the intro. We started 2021. Yeah. We wait the rest of this year, and we go 2021. So we did that, and then um, me and Samara were going to do it, had the complications, and then Owen, you can tell him about what you said that night, and it's been up from there. I mean, so so I moved up here. You were thinking about moving back to Georgia, and so I had thought about this. I was just you know chilling at my house. I got in the shower one day. And I was sitting here thinking, because I wanted to get my show going again. I was like, I got to start doing something. I was like, I just, I can't sit here and just go to work and play video games and do this. Like, I was like, I've got to get something going towards it. Because I'm not going to school right now. So I thought, I was like, man, like, I was like, I've got the equipment. I know they've been promoting their thing for a while. I was like, I've got a couple people that have been listening to my show that I know they want me to keep going. So I was like, what if we just... Like, I mean, scrap my show and we'll, I'll just come in here and we can just make it music and sports. And I didn't want to bring it up right away because I didn't want to influence your decision or anything. Because if if you were going to stay here, I wanted it to be on your accord, not because I wanted you to do something with me. So so I almost forgot about it. But I was over here one day and I thought about it right before I left. And I told him and he was like, we're doing it tomorrow. He's like. I was like, yeah, I'll go, I'll break the microphone down and get it off my desk and I'll bring it over here. We can record something tomorrow. And that's how pilot one happened. Just like that. So it's, it's a mix of planning for a year and doing it all in two days. Like, it's like we planned it out, but the second we had the equipment, it was, we were on go mode and that's all you. So, and like I said, bro, like me and me and Raymond, but more than Raymond, cause you're doing more of the work. We've been putting the hours on this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Making the podcasts and banners, the the, the headers, the, mm-hmm. the the graphics, the show graphics, everything, bro. Everything is just to make everything look nice in the long term. And, yeah. you know, we're going to keep pushing this thing, bro. It's not done. It's not the end. We're pushing for them buyouts. I figured I figured we were going to get to this point. I didn't think we were going to get to 20000 on two episodes. That's what's crazy. Yeah, I, think it's crazy. Yeah, like, I, literally, I had the expectation to do the numbers. I wasn't expecting to do it that quickly. I literally that got told good. last night in the middle of me playing Mutt, or not Mutt, franchise, but the guys. Shout out to the Madden 21 family. Let me let me, let me me say hello yes. to all y'all. I know y'all are tapped in, subscribing, showing us love, so appreciate y'all. But I was literally playing my franchise game, and Shay just knocks on my door, barges in. He's like, bro, we're on Apple Music. I was like, bro, stop playing, like. I just literally was, oh yes, excuse me, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, this is very, very, very different entities, but I was just like, bro, there's no way, like, I just was stuck, he was like, bro, why are you so, I was like, bro, I'm like, (laughs) I was too ecstatic to even, like, really do anything, because 20k in a week, basically, two weeks, like, whoa, it's up. 
Yeah, man. It's up. And that's the biggest blessing, bro. Like, I really can't thank you guys enough, man, because podcasts is, and people always like, if I dropped a song, I could see. But podcast is a thing that you have to really kind of dedicate your time to mm-hmm. because either you listen all the way through or you got to come back and listen. And like, you know, we're 21 minutes in, through the show and, you know what I'm saying, you might stop right now while I said that, mm-hmm. but you're going to find time to come back and listen to the show. And you have to make time to listen to a podcast. That's true. So It's not know. a three minute song. It's a two yeah. hour. It's a two hour show. So. If you get to hour two, especially if you get to hour two every episode, man, I we cannot thank you enough. No, for sure. Because I appreciate the plays, the people that turn it on and turn it off after two minutes because they don't like it or they get busy or something. But, like, if you come back and listen to two hours, man, like, there's nothing greater than knowing. So, like, when I get a text about something that I talked about at one hour and 58 minutes and they're like, hey, I think you should do this or you should talk about that next time. Like, that's that's real stuff to me. So we appreciate that a lot. No matter how far into the show you listen, especially if you make it two hours. So, and, and even that, bro, like, even with that being said, bro, like, I, like I said, the homies memorizing the intro. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, that's legendary, man. Because we don't even have a set thing in yet. Like, we're going to get there. I'm, I'm going to ask you guys before we go on to the next question. What moment these last couple, I mean, these last couple weeks did you guys think like yeah the podcast is like going like what at what moment that did I think we were we're finna go somewhere yeah. with this? Um, I mean, probably when Malik texted us about Dolph, uh, saying that he liked the stuff, or when Ebro texted you it was huge. Like Apple Music, Apple Podcasts was a thing Podcast. too. But like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I still hasn't set in for me truly. Yeah, no, you know, it is definitely. because. But, like, I think it will here in a little bit. I think going home and talking to my parents about it today is going to set it in for me. Because I'm going to have to sit here and try to explain how this all happened in two weeks. So, hopefully, I mean, I think it will sit in for me here soon. Because I'm going to have to go back and chronicle exactly how we got 20,000 people to listen to this show in a week and a half. So, I mean, I don't know. I think, for me, it was just after we posted the first pilot... And we got like 50, 50 views. I think it was like the first 30 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I literally, we, we posted it so late. It was like, whoa, what the, like, what's going on? And then the next morning I wake up, it's like, bro, we're at 3K. And I was like, what? <laughs> 3K? crazy. I was just like, yo, stop playing. Like, you know, Shay showed me the analytics to that. And I was just like, yo, like, how? Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we didn't even, and I'm not saying that we didn't, but, like, for the first pilot, we promoted beforehand, but we didn't really start promoting it until we after out. we put yeah. it out. So it was like, who found this? But, hey, it's that's, God's plans for sure. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. Like, it's just like, that. that's what really set it in. That's kind of, like, that part drove me to them. focus in. Yeah, no, that's all y'all. Everybody real. listening, that's all you, because, like. Because y'all had, y'all had marketed it and everything that 2021, y'all were going to start it up. But, like, for episode one, like, we didn't put out a release date or At nothing. All. Like, we dropped it and we're dropped like, hey, there it is. Come listen to it. And then within within 30 minutes, we're at, you know. 50. It was like 50. And then I think, like, two hours was 300. Yeah. And you're just like, wow. I just, off off three tweets, four tweets, But then you tweets. go back to last week with the drop of Pilot 2. We had 100 and. 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to keep going. 4K by the end of the night. I'm excited, man. That's crazy, though. Yeah. That's numbers. 
It's at what, 11, 11 piece now? Like, come on, bro. We're still, this is still the very early stages. Uh, that's what's scary to me. Yeah. Is that, like, we're putting up these numbers, like, I don't even think we've truly tapped into what we're... Consistently, I And that's the thing, like, you. when my conversation with you, bro, when I was talking to him, is the thing that he said, bro, like, you don't understand. A lot of people do this. A lot of people do this with university and colleges and stuff like that. And the real thing he probably told me was that you're doing this numbers independently. Mm-hmm. We're independent. Yeah, we're not signed to no label. We're not mm-hmm. getting paid by Spotify. Not yet. I think Spotify is not trying yet. to. <laughs> I think Spotify is trying to say that they want us to stay with them because they didn't tell us that we was on Apple. We had to find out by ourselves. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it until I didn't give me no type of like notifications or, or confirmation emails. None of that. So I mean, I mean, if Spotify wants to stay exclusive. Hey, bring that money. Money yeah. talk, boy. I see dollar signs. <laughs> Shout out to Dolph, bro. I'm not yes. playing. Yeah, it's hard. But hey, man. Next question we got was, um, what was our opinions on the Meek Mill verse about Kobe Bryant? Mm. Oh man, I'm gonna go first. I've been. I knew this was gonna happen. I'm gonna just say this, bro. For a very different time of in our generation. And music, whether it be like any genre, I'm not even gonna limit it to any genre, whether it be just in the in like the nation itself, the hypersensitivity has got to be relaxed. And I'm gonna be real with you. I understand where it's coming from, but that is a bar. That is a literal like entity of music. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep saying entity, that's my word of the day. So I'm gonna keep, you know, using that. I know I've heard like, yeah. So I just feel like for somebody to feel one hurt or disrespected by that, other than anybody but Vanessa Bryant, it's it's absurd. It has nothing to do with you. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a Kobe stan. You know what I'm saying? This is coming from somebody who bleeds Kobe Bryant. Everyone that grew literally, up watching, literally, you know. And you're gonna tell me that a bar is is considered absolutely just ridiculous and you're shutting him out it don't matter that's what music is y'all ain't saying nothing about six nine talking about people people baby moms and all this other stuff y'all ain't talking about you know the disrespect from many 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 other other artists and and, and saying all of that well i wouldn't even say that because i feel like six nine does get backlash when you well, talk disrespect about is stuff. sometimes like celebrated yeah. when it comes to music now because that's entertaining to a because because it gets to that point now with i think I think disrespect is a different tolerance now because of what Six Nine is doing. Mm. Because at this point, Meek was in your face, and it was like you could have killed me on sight. But did you know I'm a walking man right now? Mm-hmm. So it's true. That's one, two, three rapper that I punked at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean for Vanessa Bryant to be upset about, it, I think she has every right. she has every yeah. right to be upset yeah. because, and like Meek said, he talked to her in person. As he should. Mm. There shouldn't be no public apology. You don't owe nobody else an apology. It ain't That's nobody else's saying. business. Exactly. It goes to her. Her. Exactly. Yeah. So so I think he handled the situation well. I think, I mean, I don't think it was, obviously Meek didn't mean it as disrespectful. It was came across that way. But like. Personally just, to me, I think the bar was, I think it was a decent bar. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a nice bar. It was a nice bar. It's just, I think 
Especially being too close to the year anniversary. We just came up on the year anniversary. Like, yeah. it was the wrong time hey, for right. it to get any That's type of leak or anything. Because it wasn't that it was too soon. It was just too close to the anniversary. So everyone's already thinking about him. Yeah. The song dropped yeah. in August. It probably would have went on. Because, I mean, as a Kobe fan, yeah. we know how LA fans are about Kobe, bro. Like, yeah. They're not they love Kobe. They're Kobe. So, I mean, you know. It might it, you might have felt some way about it, but at the same time, like that 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 is kind of a bar where you're like, yeah, you know, I, don't know, I wouldn't put that out. But I mean, <laughs> personally, me, personally me, I think as a music fan, I'm like, wow, Thank that was you. creative. Yeah, like, I like that. That was nice, but I personally wouldn't have, you know, did that. I mean, I think he's the. Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway is that he handled the situation correctly. Yeah, I don't even sure, see yeah. Meek wanted that to come out though, because honestly, it's not like Meek Meek put that out, and it looked like it was leaked. Like somebody was in the thing, and hit him with a little, little, you know, share audio and dropped it out to the world to hear, because Meek didn't directly put that out. Yeah, but I mean, the way he went and talked to Vanessa, I think he handled the situation right. He definitely and diffused that situation the, correctly. I think that's the biggest thing for me like whether you think it was disrespectful or not I think Meek handled it correctly yeah and I think we can move on past it and yeah but they gonna try to put that above Meek just like the Drake beef but that was 2015 bro like come on now people still talk about that man can't live in peace literally I feel bad for me he can't live without being bugged you do what you want when you're popping bro he definitely do what he want so hey the next question for us is what is our favorite thing to do on our pastime? I mean, that's easy. Yeah. I mean, I play video games nonstop. I play Warzone. Y'all want to play Warzone with me? Let me know. I'm I'm down to run. Just add him on PSN. Time. Yeah, add him on PSN. Perk Raven, capital P. Twenty two thousand people adding you now. Hey, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Your shit go get back to hell. Fun time for everybody. I will play with everybody that wants to play with me. I'm nice. I enjoy yeah, playing. Your thing gonna be maxed so. out, bro. You gonna get the block list. Bring it on, man. Keep I'm here in the drive. Boy, gonna be like, bro, what is going on? Like, <laughs> my phone is about to blow up here when the episode releases. It's gonna go crazy, man. Um, I'm not training my my dog. I'm about to say, he's not with beauty. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's my that's, other. That's he's my right hand woman right there. <laughs> she's she's something special. If I'm not with my dog, or I'm not like sleep, then I'm definitely. Working, yeah. I work three jobs, so you know it is what it is. Go crazy, man! Hey, man, we gotta make them ends meet, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I need, bro. Do, hobbies. Oh, I mean, I train my dog. I play shoes. We play, play together. Yeah, I thrift. Day. I thrift a lot. That's something I do. I like to thrift. There's a question about that later. Um, yeah. I uh, I've been slowly but surely making my way. Uh looking at different ways to pre- present myself. So I do a little bit of modeling. That's something else I kind of get into. But outside that, I don't really leave the house, but c- coronavirus is still a thing. Um, it's true. <laughs> it's very true. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. That is true. That's a lot of people true. think it's cap. Yeah, no, my dad caught it. I knew it was real. Yeah, I know it's real. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about that. I think yeah, we right. talked about that. Because remember, we talked about going to Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, well... Coronavirus, and I was like, man, forget coronavirus. My dad's like, ah, you're going to go into two-week quarantine if you go out with their coronavirus. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm staying. Yeah, yeah, I'm at the crib with you, yo. But um, my pastimes is, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a music geek. Bro. I was like, let's start there. There's an obvious <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, I ain't want to be that. Us. I ain't want to. Well, yeah. I'm a obvious. I'm a, I'm a. 
You can put that in all of our talks. Yeah, listen. Yeah. Mine's slower I than y'all. I always cliche and just say that. I mean, we're here for a reason. I listen to... I'm probably the lamest person ever, but I listen to radio, one of my pastimes. Like, I listen to 98.3 from... Uh, 92.3 from uh, LA. Listen to Foxy 105, where I'm from. 98.3 to beat. B103 Atlanta. New York. New York stations, where Ebro at. I listen to Hot 97. I listen to Minneapolis's uh, yeah. one four one oh four. Um I listen to radio. And I only listen to radio just cause like I like to listen to how like the talkers talk and like they do like, their voice. When you want to get into it, that's yeah. I mean, you're learning almost from yeah. listening to this thing. So if you're not learning on things to do, you're learning on things not to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. I try to catch on to their slogans, like come up with slogans. Like I think one of my favorite ones is from this guy. He works for V one oh three and he was like you keep it locked, I keep it lit. That's one of my favorite that's slogans. Nice. That's hard. I like that. It's hard. Yeah. Um, short to this point. It's uh, Great a lot of people. Uh, Greg Street. Greg Street. Shout out Greg Street. You know me. You listen to the show. Shout out Greg Street. ATL legend. Um, I, I listen to radio. Um, I listen to a lot of music. Samari hears my speakers going all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's likewise. Up. It's likewise. Cause For both of them. Yeah, I was going to say, if mine isn't playing, which it usually is, we can literally be next to each other and playing completely different music. Yeah. Oh, literally. Literally. You could be playing Playboy and I could be playing Gibeon. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And also, I mean, to tack on to yeah. my, because I just, I mean, video games is very broad, but like wrestling too, if you like wrestling, yeah. make sure you follow me on Twitter. I'll DM. We can talk about wrestling all day long. So That's real. Uh, we're yeah, definitely there. So. That Malik. wrestling sports, yeah. <laughs> I'm for serious. Like, follow me on Twitter because I tweet about it. If you want to DM, we we'll get to an argument. Whatever you want to do, we little, talk. Little WWE group chat. No matter what it is, whether it's an argument, just a conversation back and forth, like just something here and there, like anything that I can do to engage in the wrestling community is some of my favorite things to do, and I don't get to do it that often. Yeah. So. Anytime I get to do it, like if y'all like wrestling, tap in with me, please. And if you want to try it, tap in with me. I I'll tell you where to go. Yeah, I'll get you hooked. Trust me. Um, what else do I like to do? I listen to a lot. I listen to a. Lot. I watch like when I'm going to bed. I watch a lot of interviews and like, movies. Uh, well, not really much movies. That might be tomorrow, but I am really, really, really big on like Breakfast Club, Ebro Show. Uh, Nadeska and uh, Academics, uh, No Jumper, mm. uh, Fraud Man, uh, Anthony Fantano, Sean C. Like, I, everybody, bro. I like to listen. I like to listen to other people talk about music. The Mallory Bros are my favorite. They're, like, one of my favorite. Um, I, like, I like listening to people talk about music, give their opinions about music. That really, like, helps me. Well, yeah, because it curates music. what you think about music, too. Yeah. It can change your opinions or... For the good or for bad. I think my biggest thing is that I'm I'm too infatuated with music to the point that I can't I can't get away from it, bro. I want I I be at work fiending for music at this point in my life. That's how I am yeah. too. Like Listen you to the good. same fifteen songs every day I go to work. Them man. six eight hour work days where you can't put the headphones in mm-hmm. like Samari can. Oh yeah, I be AirPods in. That's don't a, talk to me. That's crazy. Face bro. mask. Yeah, because people are like, how? Don't talk to me. Why do you enjoy waking up at 3 a.m. to go do a truck shift to Dick Sporting Goods at 4 in the morning? It's because I get to listen to music. Music, the whole time. yeah. That's yeah. Why. Music, is, music is a feeling, bro. Music, music is. Music party, is why, bro. Makes work easier, <laughs> man. It's just like you put on your favorite song and, like, bro. Like, I, I, I was on Twitter yesterday. It was like, 
when you rediscover that one song back in the day that used to be your song and yeah. you like keep playing it like that's oh, real yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. it's crazy yeah. music and like I think the biggest thing like why we talked about Limbo a long time ago but um, when you get that album that brings you back to a certain part of life that you were in that's what views that, for me that's crazy bro yeah. like you just listen to music and you're just like bro like I remember where I was when this happened oh like, yeah when I listen to the Atlanta radio station and I listen to like the commercials and stuff I don't feel like I'm here. I feel like I'm back there. Back literally the every time, every time, bro. Like I, I was literally playing um the, the show before Owen was here, and I was like, bro, like listening to this her song while you driving through the city in Atlanta when it's dark, when the lights is out, and everything is lit up, bro. Like it's crazy, bro. Ugh. So it brings me back to a certain place. But when I'm not playing music, I'm wait. I'm playing the game with these guys. I love Madden. I'm a big Madden guy. Uh, I haven't really been on 2K this year. I don't know why. Uh, 2K21 hey, is... Nah, it's subpar. I'm not going to say it's yeah. trash. They had, did a lot of things, but they focus too much on the next gen. Yeah. I'm and a big 2K guy. Good. No, yeah, no. Their they, servers are the main problem. Yeah, that's... Yeah. They went and turned the game up and then turned the ability to play it down. Yeah, So literally. why not, right? Yeah. There's always... I don't want to get into Take-Two developments. That's oh, what please. Is. Please. I don't want to get into it because they ruined wrestling games too. Like, yeah, they did. Um, WWE 2K WWE was game. one of the worst series. The Terrible, best, bro. The best one they ever made was WWE 2K12. And that was the first one they ever made. And it was covers. fired. CM Punk. Yeah. It was 2K12. Oh, it was, it was fire. Oh, with him. Yep. Yeah. The X's. Yeah. That's, I mean, so like to tell you how bad 2K was with wrestling games, they, they just made like WWE Battlegrounds is now on, on PS4 and stuff like that. They were so bad at making like 2K, like the realism games, like how Madden and, and NBA 2K are, that they just went to an arcade game mode because then they can't get bullied for it because it's the first of its kind. Literally. They were so bad at making that game that they literally stopped making it. So And said, hey, you know what? Y'all thought y'all were slick and trying to critique me? Let's just make this a one of one, quote unquote. Exactly. Because like, no. how are you going to no, like critique that. me on that because this is one of a kind. It's never been done before. So how are you going to trash on that? I can still trash on it. But. Yeah. Where but I'm excited because AEW is coming out with its video game. Hopefully, they said in the next year or two. So I'm hyped for that. And then WWE is in contracts with Ukes and some some other gaming company. The ones that did like Matt or Raw vs SmackDown 07 and 08. Mm-hmm. That was a good. The companies that are that made those games are making them again. So I am what a time to hype for wrestling games coming soon. So I'm gonna have to tap in. Yeah, definitely. I stopped playing WWE games. On the PSP, like that's that's, ah, when, that's when I knew they were getting bad, bro. I had it on. I had I think I had two K twelve on Xbox three hundred and sixty and on PS three, and it was just like, yeah, bro, I'm done. PS three. Besides games, though, I like being around my friends. Like I like being around Owen. Owen knows that. Like I was with Owen's went for seven weeks in college, here. being with Tyler, being with the homies. And, like, even when my brother's gone, like, I like to have my brother in the house with me. We might not talk, but I like to have him around Dramatic me. Dramatic pause. <laughs> I like, no, for real, I like to have my brother around me and then have, like, if he's not here, even though she be pissing me off, I love having beauty around me. Because I literally thought about this yesterday. Oh, if yeah. beauty was not in the house, I don't know how I would act now. Just because, like, I feel like protection her. having her here, too. Yeah, so, she's definitely made her presence. No, she's, like... I used to have a little dog back in the day named Teddy, and he was a little, like, Pomeranian mix, and we used to call him ADT, Attack Dog Teddy. Like, like literally insane, the acronym of, like, the alarm system company. But now I have Attack Dog Beauty. 
And she don't be playing, brother. You come around this way, I promise you, I'm going to hear you before you get in the door. You will get caught. That's yeah. Um, <laughs> Literally. The next question is, you could do celebrity or family. What is our biggest influence or role model? Oh, I do one of each, just to be fair. Cause yeah, I, wanna, I think my, coincidentally, boy, well, it isn't coincidentally, but my biggest role model I could do in any thing family-wise, I probably would have to say my dad. Um, oh, wow. Because that's literally my twin. We look, we, look, we look a lot alike. We think <laughs> a lot alike. Something. We just do things the same, and I can just relate on him. In a different kind of spectrum. You know, I can come to him and be like, yo, like, I had a bad day. Yeah, me too. I know what happened. Yeah, I know what happened too. And yeah. it's just like, you know, like, me and my mom are like best friends. I could talk to him. I talk to my mom literally almost every day. We FaceTime. But I just have a different connection with my dad. I really started gaining when I got to high school because, you know, my parents divorced when I was young. So my mom being in the military and her traveling a lot kind of didn't really damage our relationship, but it's not like, how it was when I was a kid when we were stationary all together. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't really grow with her. So when I would come to my dad and I would come to my side, my, my Hispanic side of the family, I just took more pride in in that entity. But like as a celebrity, I probably would just say Kobe Bryant. Um I'm telling you, I've been a Kobe Bryant since I could remember. I had the, the Kobe jerseys, Kobe watches, those mm-hmm. limited editions. I'm talking like I put mm-hmm. KB twenty four in the side of my head when, you know, designs was cool before I could have mm-hmm. weaves. And the reason why is just like you 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 value something bigger than yourself and he gave that to everybody. You know, like he came from a different perspective globally. He was never just like, oh, I play basketball, I'm the best for a reason. It was always like how can I get better? And how can I teach people to get better? And that's something that I've always tried to literally initialize, not really initialize, but really just take a grasp of and then dish out because everybody around me knows if I got it and I'm close to you, and even if I'm not close to you at times, I'm still going to contemplate trying to help. And that's just something that Kobe did. He valued more than anything was being someone that could be reliable, being something that's bigger than himself. Yeah, he wasn't just a, a idol or a role model for no reason. He put himself in that, you know, silhouette and molded what it is to really be a role model. So yeah, that would be my my likes. It's tough. I like the Kobe pick. I mean, he's definitely high up there. The thing that I loved about Kobe the most was like just that competitive drive. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's one thing that I think he'll go down for, and that's why. I don't care what the numbers say. I don't care what the titles say. Like, he'll always be at least number three on my list. And people have recently started dropping him out to five. They're like, because they think that they glorified him and whatnot. But, like, competitor supreme. Like, there was no one that was going to outwork that man. Like, if he's in the gym, if you're in the gym for four hours, you feel good about yourself, guess what? That man's staying for five. So, get over it. No one's going to outwork that man. That mindset is a hard one to live by, but it's one that if you can truly stick to it, man, there's nothing you can you can't do in this world. So, I mean, for me, family wise, it's definitely probably gonna have to be my mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm extremely shout out Mama Burke. Yeah, shout out all the parents. <laughs> uh, I need to I need to talk to her more. I talk to her like maybe once or twice a week, but I need to talk to her more. But I mean, just everything that she does, like. I mean, she's not a perfect human being, and she'll be the first one to tell you that. Like, 
she's made a lot of mistakes in her life, but I just, the way that she wakes up and just, I feel like she just wakes up and goes after things. Like, Tactic. I mean, she just doesn't. And even when it's tough and like, she'll have a bad day here and there, but like, she's honest with herself and she's honest with other people. Like she's had a bad day. She's like, I, it's, I mean, it is what it is. You wake up, you go again tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like her attitude and, and everything. when my grandfather passed away and like, she went through a really tough time and I had no idea up until about a year ago. I mean, my grandfather passed away in 2014 and she went through a really long battle with depression and stuff like that. I had no idea. I was in high school at the time doing my own thing, not appreciating her as much as I should have at the time. And so, I mean, just everything that she's went through and, and where she came from and how much distance she's tried to put in between her and where she grew up. Cause her family growing up wasn't the best, um, and essentially her extended family's had a lot of issues when she was growing up. So she's strived um, for years to try to bring a good life for me and my sister. And and there's certain times where like it it bums me out because like when I was sitting when I was sitting at home not doing nothing or when I got here and I wasn't doing the show, like I felt like she had done all this work and I felt like I was sitting here kind of squandering everything that she had done to bring all these things that I had gotten in my life. So so sitting back and thinking about her and like truly just it brings a different mindset. If I sit here and think about my mom and then I get to work on something, it's dangerous because I, I don't know. I just I feel like I tap into what what her work ethic is. And that's another thing that I struggle with sometimes is just doing something. Like yeah. just get to work and go. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that yeah. she does so well and I need to learn how to do it, how how she does it. But so I look up to my moms. I mean, I look up to my dad too, but dad, me and my dad had that same connection where like I could never get away with anything around my dad because <laughs> he did the same thing. Like he's like, cause I'm just like, how am I getting caught? Like, there's no way this man knows what I'm doing right now. He's like, I know that. because I did the exact same thing when I was 15, 12, whatever it was, you know? Yeah. So, so I have that same connection with my dad, but um, I mean, Famous, I it's tough. Um, role model wise, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I can pick one off the top of my head. There's a lot of people that I look up to, um, wrestling wise and and just athletes. So I'm I might have to come back. I'm gonna sit here and think about it while you do yours, and then we'll see if I come up with one. But I mean, I look up to just about. I mean, I feel like you could take something positive from everyone that you watch. Like yeah, anybody like, that pops up on TV, yeah. I can pull something positive. And if nothing else, like I said earlier, if I can't pull something positive, I can pull something negative that I can try to avoid from that person. Yeah. So, um, I think my, my biggest role model, I think my parents are one of my role models, of course. But I think that's everybody. I think my dad and me, we have such a good connection now that it's like, unbreakable like I love that dude to death same thing with my mom but I'm gonna go to a different route mm-hmm. my biggest role model would probably have to be I have two actually probably have to be Mr. Engelman or my mm. stepdad mm. shout out to you Mr. Engelman and oh, I just Mr. thought of mine so <laughs> oh yeah yep go ahead but my, my biggest my biggest role model would probably be my my Mr. Engelman or stepdad and I think I think Mr. Engelman, Mr. Engelman, well, not Mr. Engelman, but everybody used to, Mr. Well, I think, because <laughs> they both told me this plenty of times, but Mr. Engelman always used to tell me, being a role model is like somebody who you're like, I want that life. Yeah. But me looking at Pop Smoke, 
do I want that life or does he just inspire me? That's true. And there's, I think a lot of people give me inspiration. I I think that Travis Scott isn't my role model, but I think he inspires me in a lot of ways because of the life mm-hmm. that he has. Um, and the biggest thing that I want is, I want I wanted I wanted what Mister Mister Engelman had, but like my biggest thing that Mister Engelman did for me was that he believed in me. I always mm-hmm. felt like nobody really believed in me. And when people did believe in me, I always felt like people were talking down on me behind my back. I felt like people never felt like people never seen where I was coming from. And I think the biggest thing that is showing evident now is that people see my vision and people see what I want to do in my life. And they see that the numbers and the statistics that's coming with this show, Mm -hmm. but they didn't see what I was doing before. Like there's been plenty of times that when we were doing the radio stuff, you seen when we were in high school, bro, I've been at high school two, three o'clock in the morning just working on the video, bro. Man. I've been working with you on the radio show at two, three o'clock in the morning trying to do an air check, you know? Like, when you're passionate about something, you don't care about the time. Time is a concept at that point. You're working on what you want to be and do. And, like, Mr. Engelman always used to tell me, bro, I'd st- I'll stay at the school with you and, um, Oh, my wife's at home, but it doesn't matter. Like, I live in Manhattan. I'll stay in this classroom with you and we'll finish this video and it's six o'clock in the morning, and we got to stay here and go to school again and finish it tonight. We'll do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, There's nothing more real. I remember those days. I just bro. feel like that's like somebody who like believed in me, and I just never felt like I had that because I mean, you know, you have your thing with family, and they think that you're, you know, they have your plans for you, and they want you to do this, they want you to do that. But like, he always told me, like, well, you do what you want to do, and that falls back on my stepdad. You know, he talked to me this year and he was just like, you know, whatever you want to do in your life, you do that. And he and he made the big move for me. You know, of course, I'm moving back to Georgia. and He, he made that for me. And he told me that, you know, I talked to Samari and the biggest thing about him was. I have, I'm such a big hearted person that I care about everybody else but myself. Yep. And he always told me, well, what is everybody going to do for you in your future? And he always told me. Put everybody else to the side. Everybody else is going to be doing good. It's time for Shay to focus on Shay. It's a tough thing to do, man. And that's the realest thing. Nobody's ever told me that, bro. And that's the scariest thing because I had to think about it from the side of like, wow, like he's right. Like I do need to focus on me and I do need to take time to figure out what I want to do in my life. And I know what I want to do, but I never sit down and be like, what is Shay? So I told myself that this year is the year I'm going to be selfish and Focus on everything that I had coming for me, you know. Um, those two, those two guys, just big for me, bro. They've put a lot of money into me, bro. They told me I've done shit, and um, Mr. Engelman, Mr. Engelman, real though, because yeah, that man, yeah, man. whether it be contests, whether it be anything, bro, like whatever project we were working on. I remember always when, told me, bro, little flashback memory from those days. I remember one time because. I would I would be there for a lot, but I'm not gonna sit here and cap and be like, yeah, I was there for every single time. But a lot of times I would stay there. I mean, me and Shay were literally inseparable in high school. But in saying that, there was this one time we were working on this uh, basketball Junction City High School basketball promotion video, and we we came up. Well, I'm not gonna say we, but Shay and Mr. Engelman came up with the idea to use um, an old 1990s um, video clip sermon of uh, Spike Lee 
with Michael Jordan, and it was the uh, it's the shoes, it's the shoes. shoes, bro. I kid you not. I was on a ladder about 12 feet in the air for about an hour and a half, bro. <laughs> just trying to hold a mag light to get the perfect, like, no, nah, this is too much exposure. No, nah, this is too dark. Uh, this is too light. Like, literally. But that's how I am, bro. So, 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 the, so much about perfection. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I remember that. And that's, <laughs> I mean, that's the realest thing. And I think that's one thing that I hope we can make a slogan for us is like, because when the second we we figured out we was gonna do this, I mean, we was we was on go. Like it, it's time to get to work. We got stuff to do. Like whether we're in the lab right now or we're working to record tomorrow. Like jobs, we don't we don't see the inside of our eyelids till the job's done. But right. I think that's, that's I think, the realest thing. That's yeah. the thing that they've always told me. Like bro, like they've just I've had so many real conversations with my stepdad and Mr. Engelman. It's just like adversity, bro. Like, we're at this point, but I'm telling you, somewhere, whether it be next week, whether it be tomorrow, whether it be, there's going to be a time where our numbers get low. There's oh, going to be a time where we face adversity on the show. There's going to be a low. There's going to be a part where we get canceled for something that we said in the show. But it's how you deal with it. How yeah. You react. It's, it's the same thing. The biggest like, thing. we were just talking about with Meek. Like, yeah. Meek could have came out and, and dissed Vanessa and said, well, stop being soft. Like, yeah. get over it. Like, like I said, it's all about how you handle the situations yeah. when they arise. So, I mean, there is going to be a lull in the numbers. And how are we going to react? Are we going to sit here and stop making stuff? Are we yeah. going to come on here come and complain harder. for two yeah. hours? What are we going to do? We got to get in here and change it. So, I think the role model I'm going to pick off the top of my head right now is probably Joanna Chadwick, who is, Ooh. she was a, she is a, she's down in Wichita. She was a sports writer for the Wichita Eagle for 20 years. And she was my yearbook and my newspaper teacher my senior year of high school. And when I tell you that there is no... Like, I could not have been any luckier than if she would have been my yearbook teacher my sophomore year. Yeah. I tell you, if I had three years in the building with her, I I wouldn't be here because I think I would be somewhere else even higher up the ladder by now. I mean, everything that she taught me um, in my one year there was extremely valuable information. A lot of stuff that she taught me that I still don't apply because it comes down to like that deadline thing. I mean, that's the biggest thing when it comes to yearbook and newspapers. Mm-hmm. Deadline, deadline, deadline. And I got a lot better under her, but I'm still nowhere near of like being good when it comes to getting stuff done on time. So, yeah. I mean, she's, I think she's in her like her fifth year as a yearbook teacher now, which is crazy because that means I'm four years out of high school. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that timeline is insane to me, but like, I mean, she's still teaching down there and she's still doing what she does. But like, I mean, if I ended up being a sports writer for high school or for a newspaper, even in Wichita or any city, like, and to get to the level that she got to, man, like she was, and she is like, don't sleep. Like she still does stuff for, for Vipe on the side. And if she were to go back out and get another newspaper job, I guarantee she'd be right back at the top of the ladder because I mean, I just, everything she does and she went through her own struggles. I mean, being a, a female sports reporter has a whole set of challenges mm-hmm. that you don't really think about until someone tells you about it. Because, like, I could go on and try to report for ESPN or anything. Like, she was back in the 90s trying to get on in Missouri and try to get on with ESPN. And, like, it just, like, all the things that she told me, it just, I look up to her a lot still. Like, I still follow her on Twitter. I still follow the high school accounts on Twitter. Just because I want to stay close to what she's doing because I know that, like, honestly, I might try to talk to her when I go back to Derby tomorrow. When I go get my haircut tomorrow, I may pull up at the school and see what's up because 
I mean, just every, I don't know, just being around her, I feel like I just absorbed so much information. And that's the thing, bro. Yeah. Because you talked about that. And she believed in me, too. Because, like, I was was one of the only sports writers that we had. Because, like, when you're in yearbook in high school, like, I don't know about everybody else, but our yearbook, like, and I got Brendan to join um, my senior year on on yearbook. But outside of us, too, like, it was, there's a lot of, like, girls in the class, and there's a couple guys here and there, but nobody wanted to talk about sports. Like, everybody, was like we're here to write and do that stuff, but like we don't like sports. And I was like, I was like me. Like she came and talked to our class my junior year. She was a guest speaker. I was gonna go shadow her at like a Bishop Carroll football game that fall. Well, Brendan texts me in the summer. He's like, bro, you'll never guess who our new yearbook teacher is. I was like, I was like, because I forgot Miss Baker was leaving. And he's like, apparently Miss Chadwick. He's like, I just went and looked at my schedule and it says yearbook whatever whatever Joanna Chadwick. And I was like, bro. Like, I was so hyped. I was like, this is, like, this teacher was tailor-made to teach me how to do my job. Like, this is, I just, it's like if Ebro had walked into your, into Doc West class and was like, Doc West is going to retire, I'm going to take over the class. You're like, this is, I mean, I've read her stuff for years now. Like, so, so, I mean, that was a dream come true. And so I can't thank her enough for everything in that year that I learned and everything. So... I'm just, I don't know. She's definitely a person that I look up to and that I would love to go back to for advice anytime. So, yeah, bro, that's the, that's the real thing, bro. Like, when you have somebody like that, bro, because I almost talk, I almost shed tears to talk about Mr. Ingram. For, for a role model to believe in you the way that he believed in you and the way that she believed in me and the way she was teaching yeah, me, it's just right, a yeah. different thing that you can't compare. There's yeah. there's nothing that you can compare right now that you're like that matches up to what how much that meant to you. Family aside. You. Yeah. I mean, just for a role model like that to be like, we're gonna sit here, we're gonna get it done. Like yeah. I believe in you, I believe what you wanna do. And I believe and, in your vision, bro. Yeah. And that was her bro, biggest thing. She, whether it came to writing or broadcasting, whatever it was, she was like, Whatever you wanna do, she's like, pick it and do it. She's like, Don't don't be like the, he's like top 10. He's like, yeah. he's okay at that. He's like, and like, she wanted us to be versatile and be able to do everything, but it wasn't like, don't be fifth best at everything. She's like, oh yeah, real. Yeah. I want you to be the best at this. And I want you to be the second best, at the other two things, just cause it's hard to achieve first. It, But if you can get first in all three, go do it. Like pick what you want to do and succeed. I don't care what you want to do with your life. I want you to pick what you want to do and I want you to be the best at it. And that's what I want for my kids when I get older too. When somebody tells you that they want you to be the best at something, that makes you feel, like, good inside. Especially bro. when it's someone that you look up to that much. Yeah. You know? And, you know, the thing about Mr. Engelman was when I first met him, like, my first impression of everybody, I thought it was weird. I was like, bro, this dude is I, That's exactly weird. how I felt. When I first met him, too, I was like, he's kind of goofy. But yeah. I was like, if Shays is close to him, there's some real, yeah. there's some realism here that you just can't get off the surface. My biggest thing when it comes to people, and both of you guys can attest, I mean, this is my brother for 20, 21 years. And yeah. My best friend for almost, what, six now? Six, yeah. five, four, 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 four five, five, yeah, something. It's getting there, bro. So I like it when people are real. Yeah. I like it when people tell me, like, no, this shit sucks. Yeah. yeah. I know, I'm dead serious. I like it when people tell me that. Because that's like, to me, it's like, oh, like, it sucks. I got something to work on. Like, oh, it sucks? All right, bet. Watch this. Yeah. Da, da, da. And Mr. Engelman would sit there and look at my work and be like, that sucks. 
No. I, I, there's multiple times where Miss Chadwick was like, you're better than that. Yeah. Like, and there was a point where I turned in a story and she had emailed me. She's like, she's like, this is, she's like, this is your baseline. She's like, I know how good you are. This is a great story. She's like, don't come at me with that sideways, like half, half ass yeah. story that you brought me last week. Yeah. So, and I still have that. I have that email saved in my, in my inbox. She's like, this is the baseline. This is what I expect from now on. She's like, I know how good of a writer you are. This is a great story, and this is what I expect from you now, from now on. So she's like, keep going with it, yeah. She's like, you better deliver. And I was like, ah, <laughs> I got some work to do now. Because you have to stay on real, top of the game. Because, you know, he was always on me. Like, he always told me how it was. He kept it real with me. But I think the biggest thing that he always used to tell me was, like, you're giving me, you're going to give me 100% on everything. So why give me 100% on everything and it comes out 80%? You don't finish yeah. it all the way. You got to finish it all the way. And then he knows that I'm capable of it because he took me on plenty of 24-hour projects. He oh, flew man. me out to Minneapolis. That's true. He flew me out to Minneapolis. That's real. He flew me out to Minneapolis. <laughs> he flew me out to Minneapolis. I worked in the Viking Stadium for a whole week. That's crazy. Making videos. I played a video of mine. In front of 23,000 people. Mm-hmm. Pre-COVID. All that stuff. Oh, yeah. Pre-COVID yeah. lifestyle was great. That was yeah. crazy. <laughs> I still have that video, bro. I get I get chills when I watch that video, bro. Like, Yeah, just taking pride in your work after it's done is something that's definitely, like, I feel like it's overlooked, especially in our generation, because we're, like, you know, the tech-savvy tech generation where, oh, if you don't get it right when you want it, then I'm going to throw a fit about it, or I'm not going to go get it, or I'm not going to work hard for it. You know, it's definitely something that you can see in different people. Like, there's a bunch of people that I went to high school with or just in general, a bunch of people that I've known, I've seen. It's like you see them on social media now and it's like there's those beggars and choosers. And there's people out there that's actually like, yeah, I can see why you're in the position that you're in right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's no copyright material, but look at that. Look how crazy that is. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, bro, like. When you have that person that just, like, puts aside everything, bro, and they're focused on you, bro, and they're willing to put money into you, bro. And, like, and that's why I kind of put my stepdad in because he's not my real father. But, man, like, that guy cares about me, bro. Like, when you have somebody who cares about you, bro, and is willing to tell you when when your shit stinks, basically. Yeah. That makes you feel better as a person. We're going to get off the subject. We've been on for too long. But um, for celebrity, for me, my celebrity role model is Tim Tebow. Look at how he models himself after God as a person. Competitor. And he is a competitor. But honestly, Tim Tebow, besides what he was on the football field, as a person, I look at that and I say, I want that. And I look at him from time to time and I'm like, bro, how does one person stay true to God for so long? Especially when it comes to like glitz and glamour. Like some people, you know, they come to that. He was was in that lifestyle. Yeah. That man was partying with... Cam Newton and hey. Karen Hernandez, the Pouncy Twins, Janars Jenkins, all them boys. Yeah, yeah. He was down there, squad. still going squad. to church every Sunday. Yeah, like that's, that's real. The next question for us on Boys on Light podcast is: Stay tuned in. We're here. What is you guys' favorite album of all time? One. Mm. All right, mine. Uh, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Illmatic? Yeah. I respect that pick. Stop copying me. I'm kidding. We said it at the same time twice. That's tough. Mm. 
That's, yeah, that's mine's it. is Nas Omatic. My favorite rapper of all time is, well, it's kind of changing, but it's still Nas. Yeah. But my favorite rapper of all time was is starting to become Jay Z. Really? But, yeah, yeah, but that means that that's that flow hey. is something different, man. Yeah. You can't recreate what he does. Well, my yeah, biggest thing thirteen about, albums in a row. Yeah, platinum. all nominated for Grammys. Good God Almighty! This is good God Almighty. Just a, just, just a crazy discography, that. bro. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, my favorite album of all time. Yeah, that's tough. It is. Um, I mean, definitely 2014 Four Snows Drive has got to be in the conversation. Um, I think Astroworld's in my conversation as well, and Astroworld would be in there. I'll give yeah. you a top three. I'll give you a third one. I'll probably have to put Without Warning in there too. I mm. do love that album a lot, man. We want three? Yeah, I'll put those three. Ah, oh, dude, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Cause I feel like I'm leaving something <laughs> out now. I think I think Illmatic is one is one of them for me, I guess. Uh <laughs> I can't talk about my favorite albums of all time, I'm not talking about my crazy life either though. Oh That's my gotta be gosh. YG with the uh, subs, bro. He's such a beast. Uh, I can rap almost the whole album. It's so I love so the album. replay value. The original nice. Chris Brown album. Yep. Chris Brown. Ooh. Probably my number two. And then my number three. There's such good music. It'd probably be like Days or or Astral World. Yeah. That's number, tough. Oh man, dang! I feel so much pressure. I uh, know because I still I still feel like not all heroes. No, because like to be there too. Cause, cause, yeah. Um, Gucci Mane versus Roger Davis is one of my favorite too. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro! Even like, just crazy. banger after banger after. Yo, y'all making me too excited. I haven't even said anything yet. Um. Dang, no right. It's just so much music to decipher from. Um, Let's give it three. three, three. All right, I have to. I'm gonna narrow that mine down. I'm gonna narrow mine down. Dirty Sprite too. Ooh, oh, yeah. that's legendary. Ooh. Everybody knows I'm, I'm, a, I'm a you huge. Said it, so I don't have to. Say no, you're great. <laughs> I'm a huge Future fan. Everybody that knows me has ever known. I my literally my senior quote was a Future like quote. Literally. Oh, that's tight. Know the real meaning. That's all I'm gonna say. Two trilogy. Uh, that like the original, just atmosphere it came from was just ridiculous. Like I was in just a different place in my life. Discovering music was different. My cousin Jeffrey Pruitt, shout out to you, Jeff, was just about to uh, sign a label deal for producing um, in a, in Atlanta at the time. And I was listening to different kinds of music. And he was like, you should start listening to alternative music. And that was the first, you know, thing that popped up when I typed in alternative music on YouTube 20, 2012, you know, summertime. And it was trilogy. Actually, it was balloons because it was 10 songs, but he mashed them all up together. But it was balloons that really set it off. But trilogy is album. And then third, uh, that's tough. Um... I'm probably gonna have to play the Carter too. Mm. Oh my gosh! I make a top three I remember. I remember like just being a young Wayne fan, and I'll never forget this. Like I was living in San Antonio at the time. My mom we was stationed on base up there, and I literally had watched Fireman on loop for eight hours 
straight. And I kid you not, my mom had a laptop, or not a laptop, like a, a bubble back computer screen, because you know, this is pre, you know, HD, Blu-ray, all that good stuff for like laptops and stuff. We had a computer in our little office space, and I literally took my little khakis, I put my Tims on, oh. and I had braids still at the time. Mm. So I have, you know, put my braids back just like he did in the video, and I was rapping lyrics. I was like, bro, this is just something that is just spiritual. Yeah, bro. That is actually, bro. Yeah. I, I, so, I narrowed mine down to the top three. I think. Yeah. So I think views is in my top three. Mm. Not sure. The replayability. Uh, 2014 Four Sills Drive is up there. It's not, I'm not going to put it in my top three, actually. I'm going to put a different J. Cole tape in there. I'm going to put Friday Night Lights I in here. Because, mm. well, I went back to my album music yeah. and I was hey, like, strategic. Oh strategic. God. That, That's crazy. And honestly, three is tough because I want to put something by 21 in there, but Astro World's there, Victory Lap's there. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep um what did I say? The Metro and Twenty One Savage tape that I just said. Without warning. Yeah. That's gonna be my three. There's a ah, there's so many good ones. It's hard to even pick up. Yeah, if I had like an honorable mention for the last two, honestly, it could be a toss up, but I probably would put uh I would definitely put Bastard, Tyler Creator. It's mm. just it's just it's just, it was before it's time, bro. Like, he, people try to really try and say that man is not gifted lyrically, and y'all just don't listen hard enough, clearly. Like, there's so many gems on there. And then I would definitely put uh, Earl. Earl's self-entitled. Guys, hard. I love Oh, my gosh, bro. I don't think I don't think there was a day freshman year, you get tested to this, I didn't play that song out loud to wake up. I love that. Literally. Looper. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. The Vince Staple feature. <laughs> I'm going to cry on the airwaves. But no, like, literally, that that those five projects definitely just hold battleground to me. Yo. There's yeah, a bunch bro. of different, bunch is, of different music. You guys are getting play. a lot out of us, bro. This is, no, this is why this episode is called Real Deal, bro. We yeah. came at you. We're real talk today. Um, it's tough to pick that top three. Man. There, I want. Is there? What mm. is the next question that we got? Is what is you guys' opinion on the kid Leroy? Mm, 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 it's mm. tough. I say this. I think kid is amazing person. I think he's an amazing artist. My style of music is tailored because of my mom mm-hmm. and down south. So I like Pooh Shiesty. I like that gangster rap. I like that. You know, I do. Yeah, I'm the same. So that's more of emo type of rap. And don't get me wrong. The only person I really kind of like can convey me over there is Trippy right now. Because he he does it. He switches it up. Yeah, Rock album is so hard, bro. Shout out to Trippy, bro. Geronimo is brilliant. Brilliant, bro. Besides um, that, though, like, I think the Kid Roy, I like the song with Juice World. I think that Bibby has another star with the Kid Roy. Yeah. But I just, I haven't gave him that much of my ear, you know? He's yeah. versatile. I yeah. think that's the thing that I like about him the most. Because when you listen to, like, when you listen to Addison Ray when it blew up on TikTok, yeah. we'll get to that. We'll come back to TikTok in a minute. But, like, when you talk about Addison Ray versus, like, Without You, which is another song that blew up on TikTok, like, his versatility between the two tracks is what's what I like about him a lot. I haven't given him enough time to really formulate an opinion on him. Because, like yeah. I said, I mean, I've said it before, but, like, I'm not as much in music as y'all are. So, I mean, I know of him. I like his stuff. But I think I need to see a little bit more before I truly give uh, a true opinion. But I think... 
Yeah. He's on he's, the come he's up. Good. I yeah. think yeah. he's got some stuff in the works that I think is going to be crazy, but I need to go back and listen to I, I'm not going to lie to you. I have not done any real research. I'm a person, especially when there's artists that are up and coming or letter or letter or later on blow up or whatever the case may be. I like to stay on the curve, stay up ahead, but I haven't done any research on him other than the fact that he's related to, or not really related, but like he's in ties with Lil Bibby. Huge fan of Lil Bibby. Lil Bibby knows how to like, you know, curate his artists and give them what they need to be able to pop. However, I think the thing that is making me not want to listen to him is the fact that like, like my brother said, it's not my personal preference of music per se like my my taste is different than a lot of people like i would put it probably alternative over my gangster rap mm. and like everybody well i'm not gonna say everybody but a lot of people that really sit down and like link with me or whatever would probably know that so like need to realize mm. or not, not realize but i need to really like sit down and like tap into him i will i always give every artist a fair try I will listen to your project cover to cover. I'll listen to everything cover to cover before I just be like, no, this is gross. But I do, from what I have heard, the biggest thing I do like is his production. I really like the way that he can use his voice to harmonize over like the chords and the beats because like that's really, really hard to do in a generation where there's so much just technology to like exclude that. You can put 808s on a beat and you don't even have to like say anything other than Popping mollies, sipping lean, and you gonna go platinum. So and that's a big thing because like music is so subjective, and like that's kind of why I think I like alternative and R and B a little bit more mm-hmm. because it takes it takes more effort. And, and I've gotten to that point. You know, I feel like once everybody gets to that point when they listen, and oh, when you're getting there, when you listen to music a little bit more, you want the production. And R&B gives you that production. Like, you can't put out no sappy R&B song. You got to be a good singer. You got to have a good beat, a good A&R, and it has to be coming together like magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To get, it's hard to put together a, a back, a front-to-back great R&B album. And that's why I like R&B so much. Same thing with alternative. Like, you have to be good at what you do. And there's so much that goes into it because it's almost like elect- electro, you know? Mm-hmm. So... The next question, we're going to try to go through these because there's so many more that we have to get through. Me and talk, me and Owen got to talk about our role models, and that was a touchy point for us. But That's we're going to try to get through these as fast as we can. The next one that we got was, what is you guys' two favorite all-time movies? Uh, I'll go first. Django Unchained is definitely one. Okay. That's my favorite movie of all time. Love it's kind of so out nice. there. Like, the, <laughs> the, the blood and, like, the... the it's Quentin Tarantino, so yeah, you got to yeah. take it with a grain of salt, but... I love that movie. I love Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie, too. He definitely should have earned an Oscar off that. Um, two is tough. Off the top of my head, I'll probably go Logan. Mm, uh, that movie's so I'm good. I'm telling you, like, Ooh. I, even if you're not into superhero movies, that's not your movie. style. That movie is just... Gambit you know, I have to do a little bit of research on, like, who's going to be in it, but, like, I'm telling you, man, that... I've watched that movie probably three times. I think I cried all three Hugh times. Hugh Jackman too. never disappoints. So, Hugh Jackman is such a good actor. Yeah, he never disappoints. Like, I'm sad he's not doing Wolverine anymore, yeah. but that man is too good to keep only yeah. doing Wolverine. Yeah. So, he's, he's it's talented. what it is. Um, for me, I'm, I'm probably a little kid in this instance, but I probably would say Monster Inc. is my number one. Yeah, Monster Inc. is fine. Yeah. I've literally, can't I can't it. tell you how many times I've watched that movie, but like, there's so many family-related memories that my family could tell me, like, yeah, you used to do this or you used to do that because I watched that movie so much. I would not go to sleep at all at the age of three unless I watched that movie, mm-hmm. literally. So, 
And then my number two would probably have to be Coach Carter. Um, shout out to that <laughs> That's man. That's a great movie. Pick. Yeah, that movie. Yeah. Was great. Shout out to that man, um, Samuel L. The GOAT. One of the my favorite true. actors ever, but yeah, that's one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, uh, my first is Pursuit yeah. of Happiness. Yep, here I, I knew it. It's the Pursuit <laughs> of Happiness. That's like, an easy pick. Yeah, Will Smith and Will Smith is my favorite actor of all time. So, but um, yeah, Pursuit of Happiness is my favorite movie. Uh, that movie, bro. It, every time I watch it, bro, it's just spiritual. Every time, bro. You don't understand. I just yeah, that movie gets me going, bro. Um. Pause. The second movie that uh, <laughs> I've watched that is my favorite is probably Despicable Me. I love Despicable Ooh, Me. Yeah. Okay. The okay, Minions, okay. bro. The Minions, bro. Yeah. They get me going, bro. That's my guys. Pause again. Um. The second question, the first question that we got is, uh, what is our biggest regret? Oh, oh. dang. Let me go first. Oh. Go ahead. Just to say this, I'm a person that lives by this. I can tell anybody that's gotten close to me, close or not close, or like at least acquaintances, I've always said, I don't, I'm not a person to regret anything ever. Like, I feel like you just take them, you know, with a grain of salt, whatever actions or decisions you take, take, and you just live by that and continue to move forward. It's a learning experience. That's just how I was raised. But however, if I had something, quote unquote, it would definitely be the fact that I continue to push myself through work and school at 17 when I had the opportunity to chase my dreams of being a college athlete I definitely would have taken that time to considerably continue to work out I mean I was in shape but I started just consider I was working 40 50 hour weeks at Freddy's shout out to you know the Raleigh area because that's where it's originated from but you know Freddy's steak burgers out here on Chestnut in Junction City Kansas I was living there, literally, mm-hmm. literally. I come home smelling like fried food, didn't have no life, and I literally was just put the custards in the refrigerator. Literally, on um, it was just a crazy experience. But I definitely would, I would definitely go back and do that. You? I don't know, man. That's tough because the world is filled with what ifs and what yeah. if I did this, what if I did that, what if I didn't do this. Um, I think my biggest regret of all time. Probably be just. I know I just talked about how much I learned from Miss Chadwick my senior year, but like my biggest regret is probably not learning more from her and then not learning more from Doc West when I was at Butler. Um, I mean, I learned a lot when I was there, don't get me wrong. Both of those, Dr. West, Dr. Keith West at Butler Community College and Joanna Chadwick at Derby High School, I learned a lot from both of those two people. But man, if I just would have focused more, I would have learned so much more. And I, I, I feel like I would have been a lot more better off for it. But, I mean, I mean, I could sit here all day and tell you things. I mean, I wish I could go back to high school and fix my grades so I could have played football and maybe Amen. play football at Butler too. But, like, because I, I do love the game a lot. And if I could go back to go back to when I was young and learn how to actually play basketball, that would be cool too. Amen. I got a couple. Um, I kind of don't live by regrets anymore because, you know, it's getting better with life. But, um. I'm trying to re- we're trying to speak to these questions so we could do the sports rapid fire for Owen. Um, my first one is not telling my great uncle I love you before he passed away. That is probably the biggest thing that sticks with me to this day because my uncle Randolph is one of the biggest people that was in my life, and 
my mom took me up there. And I mean, I told, I told him I love him. But then, like, whenever we left, I didn't say I love you because I thought I was going to see him again. And then, like, when we left, it was like three days later, he died. I tell you that the one of the biggest things that I've learned is because I was at bedside with my grandfather passed away in 2014. Yeah. I was up at Brendan's house. I was there chilling. It was like noon. I missed like six calls from my mom. I thought I was just trying to stay longer. I was mm-hmm. just trying to hang out. I wasn't trying to go home. My dad come and picks me up and they was trying to get a hold of me because he was in bad shape. They had already called hospice and everything to his apartment. Yeah. And I sat bedside with him for an hour and I held his hand the whole time. And then when he finally passed away, I didn't say I love you either. But like, I mean, I don't think it's it's one of those things that like at the end of the day, he knows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he knows. As much as you feel bad about it, and I still think about it to this day. Like I was sitting yeah. there. Like I feel even worse about it because I was I was sitting there with this man's hand in my hand, and I still didn't say it. Well, like, my mom kept trying to tell me she's like, he's not in good. Like he's not there. Like, it was getting to the point where we had to leave the house because like my mom just wanted to be with him alone. And like when I saw him, like he was like faint. So yeah. it's kind of like I, I was like, bro, like we always come back to this house. Like you know what I'm saying? I try to play it off. Like you know he's gonna be good, mama. Da 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 da. Like, my biggest thing is, like, I hate hearing the women in my life cry. The men, I can, you know, we'll get over it, but, like, the women in my life, that hits me hard. Yeah. So, um. Definitely. I, that was one of the biggest things, and that's why I tell everybody I love them. Like, all my friends and stuff, I tell everybody I love them. When I get off the phone and stuff like that, even if they don't say it back, it doesn't hurt me. But, like, at least I can tell you that I love you, so people know that now. Um, another thing was... Not getting the baby on Teenage Radio. Yeah, that one's gonna Bro, it sucked, bro. I remember that, man. Because <laughs> I was trying to get, I was trying to get uh, Cole Bennett Cole on the Bennett. show. Yep, I remember that. And James Rico was one of the really one of the big mentors of mine. He um he's the baby's photographer and stuff, and he told me I can get you the baby on the show for free. I was like, eh, I don't really think I want. I underplayed it, and here we are. He's one of the biggest things. And literally, after I said that I didn't want him on the show, he blew up. Yeah, because he blew up with Baby on Baby. And it yep. went crazy. And it dropped on my birthday. Yeah, was, it was literally two wow. weeks before that. I remember that. Wow. You, 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 stayed, in? you stayed at the house, and you were telling me. I remember you showing me the, the messages, and I was like, bro, please just do it just to, like, elevate it, bro. Because you only got, you like, that was right before you, we were about to end, you were about to end your tenure there. So I was like, bro, it's gonna be like you end you end that butler on the with a bang. That'd been crazy, bro. Yeah. But uh the next thing that we have on the question list is run through these. What is your biggest blessing? My family. hundred percent I don't think I'd be anywhere in my life without and when I say family, I mean y'all too. Like yeah. I mean y'all here. Oh, <laughs> Brendan and Jake back home, Kyrie back home. I mean, anybody that I mean y'all anybody that I consider my family knows I consider my family. So, Valid. I mean, Bryce in Ohio, I mean, I got people all over the place. And I, I do not think I'd be where I was at without everybody that's in my life. So, no. I mean, that all my teachers, even Mike Swan's got to be up there. He's Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now without mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And like I said, you learn certain things from people, negative, positives. He's got to be on the list, too. I learned a lot from him. Yeah. So, um, me, I mean, family's up there for me as well. I'm really, very family-oriented, but... I'm going to be real with you. It probably be the fact that my dad um, took the time to, like, get me saved at a young age. He showed me 
God, literally he opened that realm up for me. He let me be able to get to a point where I'm comfortable with my own faith and express that accordingly. And I, I think that that's just something you can never give back to anybody. Like, there's nothing I could do that would be able to repay my dad for that. You know, taking that time to be like, yo, you're something special in you. Let's go get you saved. And he actually, like, did that with both of us. We were in the same room at the same time, July 15, 2007. I'll never forget that day. That's so, tight. That's yeah. Um... Probably, yeah. I agree with Owen on that one. Um, everything, bro. I, I love my man to that death, I bro. Yeah. I love Samari to death. So it's like family is big to me. My friends is big to me. But the thing about it is, I know who my friends are. Yeah, I can count my friends. I can say my friends on my fingers, you know? Yeah. I know who my friends are. Yeah. I, don't, I don't call everybody my friend. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. Um, and the other thing is my confidence. Oh, yeah. I told somebody this the other day, and this old man, like, he was shut. He told me what it was like. He was like, yo, what's the best investment you ever made? And I told him my confidence. Confidence is the best investment I ever made, you know? Because I can go into a room with a thousand people and still feel like I'm the shit. That was the biggest thing, That's bro. That's real. That's real. That's the biggest thing about myself yeah. that I love, bro. Um, What is next on the thing? Has TikTok ruined music in you guys' opinions? Personally, for me, yes and no. Yes, it can, because the replay value for Megan Thee Stallion is always going to go crazy. But it can put you on some new music. Yeah. It's like some underrated artists that people don't, it just flies over your head. Yeah. Like the Kid Leroy is exactly yeah. what I was talking about. Like, I would not know who it was if it wasn't for that app. Or C2D. Or, or C2D. He's one of the Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. I, I've discovered him off of Apple Music. They put him in like a curated playlist. I'm going to be real with you. I don't even have TikTok. Yeah, I know. Man, I, I kill I, so much time on that. I don't. I don't know. It's not like it's bad. I used to have TikTok, but once I deleted it, I just haven't went back. But in saying that, I, from the outside looking in, I could agree with both of you guys. But I think the biggest thing that probably would damage it is the fact that people don't go back to listen to the whole, the whole thing. project. It's like, I want that one song. That's the banger. That's it. Okay. Like, I, like I, spotting Godding, a lot of people didn't listen to his whole album. I did, and it was like for something that come out of Florida, something excuse me, for someone to come out of Florida in our gen like general time frame right now and put out a like a work a project that good was something surprising because mm-hmm. I mean he does you know trap rap. It's not just some, but his album sounded very very professional. Like, it's something that wasn't rushed. It wasn't just thrown together. Like, he definitely spent time on that. So, yeah. Um, I don't next know question we got is... Uh, it's, it's finding God how to hit. Yeah, yeah. bangers. I have to. What is the one thing in life so that you reflect on and you're like, wow, I missed that? I missed that? Yeah. Uh, Friday Night Lights. I miss Friday Night Lights. Football. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I miss playing football. I ain't gonna lie. That was just uh, a different for me. It'd probably be um, concerts right now. Oh my god! We could we could do. I could do the rest of the show <laughs> on just concerts. Things, oh just because of COVID. Yeah. Things I missed because of COVID. Thirty minutes. Pre COVID. Look, look, pre COVID. <laughs> oh my god. Pre COVID. Life was great. Robbed us. Oh, besides Friday Night Lights, though, I probably would definitely say being able to like travel like safely. 
Cause I mean, we we traveled during the pandemic, yeah. but we yeah. we yeah. we traveled. I mean, the we still did travel, but like there was that risk factor that we still didn't said. Yeah, but I still feel bad like, about it sometimes. But I'm I, I don't. Hey, I lived it up. But I'm saying though, like being able, we went for me and Shay for our senior trip. We were gracious enough to be able to go all the way up to DC. We went to Rhode Island. We went all the way up Virginia, all the way up, like literally. Came back down to Georgia. Went to Houston. Went to yeah, like it was just a lot going on. Like that just being funny. able to travel is just seeing different places, that eating new talk. foods. Like that's something I'm really, really big on. Like I watch a lot of like f- food network, so I love going to places and trying new Brandon's food. The same way. I love new food, bro. It's so fascinating, bro. We're almost close to that that that, that rapid fire. You got the answer these quick. All right, let's get um. Yeah, concerts. I'm, I'm so much into music. I love it. Man, bro, biggest thing was I was putting my last concert. I was supposed to see that man, Wale, and I flaked out, bro. Me and Tyler had both bought each other tickets for Christmas. And oh, yeah. I went up there and it got snowy. The concert still went on. And the week after, we were talking about going to see Pop on spring break. I know you remember that. Yeah, I told you I wanted you to come in Colorado. That was tough. And he died that week. That was tough. So I was a little, little, yeah. Um, I was definitely for the purchase that ticket. What is the? <laughs> who is the best superhero? Spider Man. The best superhero, like yeah. to look up to. I right, just who do you think the best? General. My Superman. The best one. I mean, the best is tough because that's all opinion. My favorite superheroes. I've always been a big Captain America guy. Oh wow! I just like. The morals that he puts into his character in right. America a lot. Uh, Thor, after Thor Ragnarok, uh, Thor's definitely up there for me as well. So, definitely I've been a Spider Man fan my whole life. I had the Spider Man blanket, yeah. pajamas, underwear, socks, t shirts, toothbrush, toothpaste, too. like all his memorabilia. I've been a huge Spider Man fan since the original and the only, only Spider Man I like, per se, Tobey Maguire. I ain't gonna lie, you know, um, what's his name? Um, the new one, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Is you not really like good. it? No, he's really good. Don't get me wrong. I, like, I think he he's, fits it. Yeah, he fits it, but I don't know. Andrew Garfield just threw me all the way left. I was like, bro, get this dude with the shag out my out my man's like, limelight, bro. <laughs> Emma Stone was looking at him like, baby, come back. No, <laughs> no. What's Leave. the best cereal? Uh, I'm a huge uh, Cocoa Fruity Pebbles guy. Those are my two. I like to alternate them so they don't get boring to me. Amen. But I like, I mean, if it's sugary cereal, I'll probably like it. I like I'm a, I'm a huge cereal guy. I, I like Honey Bunches and Oats and Reese's Puffs. Ooh, I respect yeah. that. Um, I like here, Captain man. Crunch. Yeah, that's Crunch cool. berries, though. Yeah, I mean, I'll do, yep. I do the peanut butters every now and again, but Crunch berries over top for sure. Facts. And then I'm definitely going to tap into them Golden Smacks. I don't care what y'all say. They nasty. They got a bad. I used to like Frosted Flakes, bro. Frosted Flakes don't hit this game, though. No, they don't. We grew up on those, though. That's probably why. I was literally just like. (laughs) The young taste buds that grew up. (laughs) That used to be one of my tops, too. This question is for Samari. What is the best thrifting piece you've ever gotten? Uh, Whoever asked that question, please DM me. Or, like, notify. I will send you a picture of it. It's really tough. But I got a, a vintage 1993 Nike pullover quarter zip. Ooh. Bro, it's tough. That is tough. And it wasn't, like, vintage. I'm talking, like, original tag nice and everything. Condition. Yeah, it was, it was great. Owen, the question is for you. Do you like alternative music? 
Uh, I wouldn't say that I like it. I'm trying to get into it. I mean, I've said it time and time. I literally said it like 30 minutes ago. Like, I'm not as big into music as I should be. I've listened to some new stuff. I've been trying to listen to Tame Impala more. Yes, sir. Um, so, I mean, I feel like there's even different genres of alternative. Because you have Tame yeah. Impala and then you have... There's like... The MGK's album, hard. too. It's technically alternative. Club, yeah. Which is way different. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I would say no for now, but I'm trying. I'm dipping my toes in. So, if you got any suggestions, hit me on Twitter. I'll it's listen Ruben. to So, I've got two Oof. I've got two geniuses in the building. So, their opinion is going to come before yours, but I will definitely take your opinion into account. So, Samari, so what is the key to being wavy? You did a nice Taking hair. time. It's not something that necessarily comes overnight. I'm Hispanic. I got good hair, but I still take the time to, like, brush and, like, really get it in. Like, I have a whole regimen. If you want to, like, know my regimen, I'm not going to – I'm not going to – that's going to take too long. It's going to take up all the time. I'm not going to lie. But if you want to, like, know how I go about doing that, just tap in with me on my socials. I, I definitely take the time to, like, reach out to you. Boys, do we think that One Hit Wonders is still a thing? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it happens as much. And this is another thing that comes back to TikTok because even like Addison Ray can, can like Kid Leroy could have been considered a one hit wonder without Addison Ray. Little Nas X could have been. A yeah, one. That's, that's what I was true. Saying. I was gonna say when you have a song so big that it hits a billion, like you know what I'm saying. But the thing about it is, like with this generation, is you have to make a great song after that first song. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that one song that blows you up now is the and it, with TikTok being the thing now, like you can get TikTok, you can get radio streams, you could be number one on Billboard, you mm-hmm. could be the it thing. That song could do so good and for then, you, but then they're wanting more from you, and it's like, it. what are you gonna do? But I like how the way Lil Nas X did, like Yachty. So yes, for everybody, Yachty yeah. is a clear example of that. Shout out to Yachty, bro. Where uh, is cheating okay? No, cheating is not <laughs> in a relationship. No. Yeah. Like if you're if you're unhappy and you don't want to be in it, you got to get out of it before you start something else. Yeah, because nothing's. I mean, like you cheating. Like if you're trying to make that a new relationship, a relationship born out of cheating is not going to be anything better than what you're currently in. So yeah, get out of what you're currently in the right way, and then go into something new. Don't do that to your partner. No matter what they did, they don't deserve that. So when do you think? How long should you date a person before you marry them? It depends on that person. Yeah, I think because I mean it, that's a personal thing. Because I, I, I mean, you, I've met people that I've you know gotten into an intimate relationship with. It took three days, and I'm like, bro, I'm hooked on you. It just, yeah, it just, it just, it literally just yeah, depends on how you feel about that bad. person. My biggest thing about this is, I think I'm gonna be real with you. I think a year or two is big for everybody. Yeah, because you gotta see both. But sides. then again, like he's right. But I have a homeboy. His name is. I'm not gonna say that. Not yeah, don't that. don't expose that man. I'm a homeboy. He got married to his girl. They've been dating for one month. He married her after two months. Okay. And they're already having a kid. Life is yeah. going great for you, my good sir. Be fruitful. Any, your any problems at all yet? No problems. Okay, so but I personally think that's a lot going on. I mean, the timing of it to me is less important. I think the biggest thing for relationships now, like if you're thinking like this might be the person, live with that person. Yes. Live with that person for a year. I know it goes against religion. You're not supposed to move in with the person until you're married. But like living with someone is so much different Different. than than dating someone. Trust me. I know from experience, me and Caitlin went through like I had a period before with that. As as a person, as a person, 
Some people just want to be alone at times. And where you're used yeah. to being, like with Samari, he was used to being by himself yeah. when he was in his other house. Now he got his brother living with him, and it's not it's his space, but it's not his space unless he's in his room, you know? Yeah. So it's like we have to come time and, like, coincide with our rules. And that's the biggest thing. Like, when you when you finally make that step to let them live with you, that's a different breed because you're taking in all of them, you know? Yeah, so you there all day, every day, go to work, come back. And, then, and, that's and, and with girls, like, <laughs> no offense to the ladies, man. Oh, no man. offense to y'all, but y'all want that attention. 24-7. 25-8. Like, they want that attention. 26-9. So it's like... <laughs> just keep counting up, bro. You just got to gotta be able to give their... You got to be able to give their attention and see if that's what you, what you want. But I really do think a year or two could, you know, tell you that's the one for you. Because you, you'll start seeing signs. You yeah. know, you're not going to get those signs when you first meet them. Oh, yeah, you're in you know the cupcake phase, bro. They, they, that cupcake phase, sweet. but when that's out of there... Mm-hmm. You see who you see who they are, you know. So, um, the next question that we have on the podcast is where is the direction of hip hop going? Well, it's the number one genre in the world. So, what does that tell you? Um, Dang, you gotta come at it, man. (laughs) The best thing about it is the best thing about music is hip hop is going crazy. Better recognize, but I'm gonna tell you like this. Mm -hmm. Better recognize. Tell them. I know what you're gonna say. I already know he's gonna say it. Hip hop isn't the best genre right it's now. It's not. It's R and B. Yes, it is. And people don't understand that. Talk to them. R and B. You have to. You have to sit down and make music. At this point in R and B, you're making love to the beat. You have to sit there and really penetrate the beat. Pause. This man here did not. <laughs> For real, you have to, bro. Tell me. Tell me. You listening to? Give me an R and B artist, bro. Chris Brown. I'm like, telling uh, you, you have to sit there and listen to Chris's vocals. Yeah, bro. Like, bro, you cannot go on an R&B song and be sloppy, bro. That's true. You have to go on an R&B song because that's going for the females. That's yeah. Nice. And if it's not, those are the worst critics. Yeah. Women yeah. are women are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> women support women, though. That's There's why all the women are. Support for this. Pop, put bro. that. Put that up. Because, <laughs> yeah. bro, women are the worst than men when it comes to music, bro. They're no, horrible. No, because and that's the thing. That's what I was gonna say. Because you got a lot of like females that do. R&B, but, yeah. like, the thing that makes them, besides obviously having talent, because there's a lot of female artists that I love. SZA, her, um, Janae Aiko. Did I butcher her name? Did I say yeah, that right? Yeah. Okay, no. Anywho, and saying that, like, women support women. Like, there's so much hip-hop yeah. in the world, so many men Should making music, but, like, they're not supporting each other. They're shooting each other up they because they looked at each other sideways in the club. But that's the only bro. thing about. But the thing about. <laughs> like, the thing I said about women. If a girl don't like a song, she's gonna tell you she don't like that song. But she gonna still play it and no, support. No, no, that, no, no. A woman won't do it. I'm telling you. I went back to the south and I seen that. You're about what do you mean? Women listen to women? No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about like if a girl don't like a man's song. Oh, oh, like oh, it. okay. So they yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was if like, they don't like a song in general, they not gonna play it. Oh yeah, that's always. But look, a guy gonna dick ride. If a guy like the song, he gonna tell you. If he don't like the song, or you say, if I say, oh, when you like that little Yachty album, I mean, there's two or three songs on there. I'm sorry. Right. You're not gonna tell me that you don't fuck with I'm it. I'm not gonna tell you that 13 of it was bad and I like Unless it. Unless it's somebody 
that population-wise, everybody hates. If I said, do you like that Nav album, then you might be like, oh, this was trash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But everybody else is going to be like, I mean, it's two or three songs. A girl going to tell you, nope, that shit was... No, sir. That shit ass. Nah. So, like, when it comes to R&B, you have to come on the beat and you have to be good at what you're making. That goes for Janae, for her working like Dr. Chill and the BPM mm, that be on. She's so Summer Walker, SZA, Giveon, Kehlani. Like, people got... That's why Travis is doing so good. Drake is good because he can sing and rap. Like, yeah, that R and B stuff is going. Like, you have to be able hey, to tap into. And it's stuff. coming into hip hop too. Like I said it the first time, and people don't give it. Like some people respect. There's a couple of trap artists out there that have tapped into the R and B sides. Future made a whole R and B album. Shout out to you. So Again, the direction of rap music is a little dirty. Going up. Like, there's a bunch of people out there it's that's actually rapping and singing. So I got two questions for me. And we're going to answer, I think, two more together, and then we'll start. This Let's go. So this one question for me is, where do I think Sheck West has been? Sheck West is doing Sheck West. Sheck West is a model now. Sheck, Sheck, Sheck. But, yeah, Hell to Paradise will be here soon. Yes, it will. And we're all going to enjoy it. Yes, we are. And you'll take back that he was a one-hit wonder. And I'm definitely going to see that in concert. I'm going to the pit. I got to be in the pit, bro. I can't see Do Travis. Do I fuck with Rick Ross? I'm probably one of the biggest Rick Ross stands. I'm from oh, the 100%. South. Yeah. Rick Ross is goaded. I love Rick Ross's sound. I love the whole Maybach music sound. But him and Stalin always stood out to me. Yeah. They're really, Stalin really good. Is ridiculous. Um, yeah, bro. Rick Ross is that nigga, bro. He's, he knows how to get on a track. Him and him and Drake need to make a collab because a new one. every song that they get on together is Go, Go Roses, bro. Mm. Oh my goodness, this is a mm. great song. Um, that's your name, money. So I know. Who do we think <laughs> is the best Memphis rapper in our opinion, including Dolphin Young and Moneybag Yo? Oh well, I'm 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 biased in this. I'm gonna go last. Everybody already knows what I'm gonna say. So I'm like, I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm not as informed. Pooh Shiesty's uh, really up there right now. I think Pooh Shiesty has the ear, but I can't, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me. I can't put him up there yet. No, oh, I love you, bro. I but Moneybag Yo is just... Bangers. I love Moneybag, bro. Uh, like, I just feel like when I listen to him, it's like... I never make faces, like, usually when I listen to me, because I'm listening for a production. But yeah, Moneybag make me want to... Get the stank face. Mm, you know what I'm saying? I look at my wrist. I got time today. I'm gonna line today. The hate be real to God, fake. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bro, he talking, bro. That's how I feel about Dolph. Yeah. I would say Dolph is my favorite. That man just. I love Yo Gotti too. I love Yo Gotti too. I'll go with Yo Gotti. Oh. I love Yo Gotti too, oh, bro. Gotti, oh my goodness. I can't. I can't. I can't deny the talent and the Dope-chella? music. Show. Oh, oh, CMA. Come on, bro. We we yeah. know about that. CMA they, they, is crazy, come on, bro. bro. But. Outside of Dolph being my favorite, I definitely would have to say there's a bunch of talent, like young talent. Big like, Thirty is probably my favorite young talent. Yeah, I love Big Thirty. Pooh, Thirty, Big Scar. People thought he was from Atlanta because he signed to Gucci. No, he's from Memphis, bro. Give that man his respect. I tried to tell y'all about Scar beginning of the year, yeah, bro. But people I'll don't. Put on. He's crazy, bro. But uh, but like Big Thirty, I think is his word player for me. Oh yeah, for he sure. said. He said, I had a Glock before I lost my virginity. These niggas envy me. Hunting the shots out my infinity. These niggas killing He said, bitches be talking about matching energy. Bitches be killing me. It's crazy, bro. The wordplay is insane. Because that song... Yeah, I'm a real crazy. You can go crazy. Hey, 
That's facts. Like his his was that his lyrics. Song? Yeah. 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 His lyrics get crazy, bro. Like bro. he had a shot. He had a song with Money Back. He was like, hundred shots. And it, I got to play it now because he said, Oh, man. Oh, you got my Ethica. Oh, man, bro. Oh, I love you, my Ethica. Yeah, for real. Yeah, bro, he's going stupid. That man said, uh, on, uh, shout out to the vet. He said, Does Draco Brown look like peanut butter? Shoot it. Extend the cheeks and everybody running. I was like, bro, what, bro? Like, he's crazy, bro. Yeah, his wordplay is, is immaculate. I cannot deny that. Like, this phrase, every time there's a, a an area... Or like even not necessarily an area, but like there's artists. There's always one, and then there's one. Especially in like trap artists, they they try to get the you know everybody eats family. Me and Shay've been there, done that. But every time there's an artist, he likes one, I like one. Like I would I would prefer Pooh over Thirty. He would prefer Thirty over Pooh. Like it goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Bro, on and on and on. Every time it never fails. There's so many different artists that's like that, bro. Like it just it just never fails, bro. Then you got Perk Talk. Like <laughs> off the perk talking, like you just rapping off the perk. It's that perk talk. Swear as hot as fuck, clucking, clutching my glizzy with my shirt off. I get all these nikes for free because I'm knocking the clerk off. Like, bro, what? He was gone, bro. He was so hard. <laughs> he was so teed up, bro. Big time, big time. Um, um, um. Yeah. Who's bro. more influential, Thug or Chief Keef? Okay. Mm, that's so. Oh, that's a good one. That's thug. a very good question. To me, it's thug. It's thug. Mm, I'm There's a more mini music thug. I'm gonna definitely be the counterpart and say Chief Keef. I know. I, I can't. I, I won't disagree with you, yeah. but it's just a fact that Doug is. Like, this is a question that we cannot answer in under two minutes no 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 we're trying to we're trying to keep these short but like there's no way that we can sit here and try to keep this short I can answer the question birthday show we'll, we'll answer it okay oh, fair enough we drop like the bomb that. drop the bomb fair enough save I'll that bro feel 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 March the 1st yeah hey, March 1st y'all be ready bro that's Monday bro um we gonna be in the studio yeah bro we gonna drop it I'm gonna get Drunk for my man's twenty huh? third, bro. It's my man's Jordan year, bro. I'm going up. Twelve noon. Yeah, noon on Monday. Birthday show. Be ready. Let's go. Let's Sound go. crazy. All right. I'm gonna be drunk. Ready? Yeah. For, Guys, you can answer too. This is twenty third. Let's go. Bro. One, two, and three. What's the best move for Russell Wilson? Best move for Russell Wilson. Mm. This is tough. That is tough. Because he said he'd rather stay in Seattle. Which I mean, I don't know if that's the answer. No. But I think the easiest move for the Seahawks to make would be to send him to Dallas and just do a sign and trade for Dak Prescott, which I think that would be. I don't know why Dallas is on your list. Dallas is the same team that Seattle is. Literally decent run decent run game that that often get injured. Dynamite wide receiving core, a decent offensive line. Dallas's offensive line is better, but they get hurt more often, and both defenses are terrible. And both head coaches, I think, it's probably time to be fired. Yeah, I think. Mike McCarthy was a horrible hire in the first place. Yeah, I don't know why he ended they up They fired there. Jason Garrett, and then they hired his 300-pound twin brother. I don't know. They coached the exact same. Stale offense, no defense. That's And that's then when it comes to defense, it's always the same predictable. Okay, I'm going to either put you in a cover three, move my linebackers inside instead of being outside the box. And then if I'm going to move my corner and or safety on top of your tight end, I'm going to just – Whoever's on the outside is going to get burned. Yeah. Because <laughs> the corners are not athletic. Yeah. So, so I mean. For Russ Wilson, I don't know. 
And if if they do a sign and if they do a sign and trade with Houston and and Deshaun goes to Seattle, Russell Wilson should retire. Just wow. I mean, he's thirty one. Like he's still got some playing left. I'm oh yeah, not for sure. Russell Wilson is washed. But if they're trying to send you to Houston, that's don't the end do of your it. tenure. You've seen what happened to people that goes to uh, Houston. You wonder why D Hop had such a successful season outside of there. Houston is the new place for players to die. So for Russell Wilson, yeah. the best move. I mean, send that man to the Jets. I mean, like he's talking <laughs> about the Saints too. Yeah, that's, not, that. a bad that's spot. not a bad spot. But he's gonna—he's not gonna start though. I Drew Brees, is, Drew Brees is already coming back. That's their quarterback. I don't think he's decided if he's retiring or not yet. No, so. it was already. Uh, it was already. I seen it on ESPN. Well, he said he's coming back for another season. The next Brees question we benched. got was <laughs> the next Russell question, Wilson. The next question we got was <laughs> where should Kyle Pitts be drafted? Number one. Being biased, but <laughs> but um, realistically, uh, probably top ten. But if he doesn't go, I'd, I'd go for eleven. I don't know. It's tough because I think he is worth a top ten. Yeah, pick. for sure. But like we said, like I I told Shay before, was you, like you're sitting on that gator, boy. If a tight end, if a tight end is drafted, especially at pick five or six, he is automatically set up to be one of the biggest busts in NFL history. Because yeah. when was the last time a tight end went that high? Like Ever. it's just the stated it's the status of where he was picked at. It puts a lot of pressure on him. I'm not denying the talent. I think he's hundred percent got the talent to do it. Um I think like Cincinnati would be a really good spot for him. I think yeah. him and Joe Burrow would do really well. I think honestly, if the Bengals have pick five and Penny Sewell is gone, I think they should hundred percent bring Jamar Chase in. But mm. as for Kyle Pitts, I don't know, man. That's tough. That is tough. Because he asked. To I mean, I say I probably say he'd be top ten as like as like an athlete. But I, I think, think he probably I think he probably fall 13, 14 off would, the rest. Yeah, he should not fall anywhere yeah. past fifteen, twelve, even. This me. question is for my boy Malik. Who's the best wrestler of all time? Oh. Well, we're recording today. Today's Thursday. Today is actually this wrestler's birthday. Ric Flair is the greatest Woo! wrestler of all time. He turned 72 today, so happy birthday to Ric Flair. Um, uh, I just, everything that he's done, it's very hard to pick a, a, a GOAT Same, wrestler yeah. of all time because you have the stuff that everyone knows what WWE is. Everyone yeah. knows their history. But New Japan Pro Wrestling has been around since the 60s. You had all the territory stuff before that came before. Like, we could go into way before, but Ric yeah, Flair is true. the one guy that truly dominated he dominated Japan. Japan. He dominated WCW. He dominated WWF. He dominated TNA when he was there. I remember he's that. He's done it everywhere, and he's done it great everywhere. To me, he's the greatest wrestler of all time. So. Okay. Uh, the next question is: Will LeBron play with Bronny in the NBA? Yeah, I think I think it'll probably yeah. happen. I think they'll play one game, or not one game, one season against each other, and he's gonna retire. One I think because I think right what what LeBron is doing right now is exceptional as he's been doing for the last seventeen years of his career in year eighteen. But I feel like when it gets to that point and he's like he's hey I got my son to the league, he's gonna take over the crown. Which everybody knows the younger son is the better one, but it's I gonna be something monumental. If he don't slow down here soon, I don't know if he's gonna make it. This whole averaging thirty eight minutes a night at thirty six years old is not going to help yeah, that true. dream out. So that is valid. That so is very valid. It's, it's tough. I think he wants to, and I think he hundred percent has the ability to because he'll structure his contract to where he's a free agent the year Bronny gets drafted, and he'll sign with whatever team picks him. This one so. was targeted for everybody, but I'm gonna let we get big on it. Um, 
I think I, this was old because it has Dev Booker in it, but it says, why didn't Devin Booker or John make it to the All-Star game? Do you guys think they should? Well, John, you know, but Devin yeah. Booker just made it for AD. I knew he would. Yeah. But, so, do you guys think John should have made it, and why? Well, I mean, the All-Star game is always going to be tough when it comes back because there's a lot of guys. There's probably usually 20 to 25 guys that deserve to make it on both sides. Oh, yeah. Especially in the West. So much talent. Yeah. It's out there that deserves to make it each year. But the problem with Ja making it is that for Ja to make it, somebody else has to come off, and I'm not willing to take one of those 12 guys off to put Ja in. So, yeah, uh, that's a big His thing. time is going to come. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody that's upset about it, don't worry. Like, he's going to be there. Yeah, well, he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, so, you know Ja, I feel like another thing that people don't realize is, like, the NBA is a business, and with him being as young as he is, I mean, for our culture, yeah, our standpoint, yeah, like our generation, yeah, he's definitely something that we look up to, something that's popping, but he's not as marketable as say, I don't know. You can name anybody that's Zion. Not, I mean, literally that's that's why Zion like, made it over him. Like there's so many different people, which is sad to say, but the talent has never been a factor. Like he's way beyond talent. He's a bucket. Uh when I was uh in when I was in Georgia I went to Memphis and like I have already said it, like I was gonna go to Atlanta, but when I when LeBron retired from the league, I am becoming a full-time John Morant fan. Like, yeah. I almost invested. I have a, a big Nike uh, card I haven't even used yet, but I almost used half my money just to get a jersey. The Vancouver one? Yeah. So I tough. think even if you're not a business fan, that's a cop. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I just love John. It's so, it's, it's so tough. The colors. It's so tough. Yes. Yeah. Has LaMelo Ball exceeded or met your, met your expectations? He's met my expectations. I mean, he had the most. I mean, I'm going to be real. He's had he's the most. He's met it, but I just think that statistically wise, he's not doing as good as the hype is giving him. Uh, and see, <laughs> it's tough because he was one of the, he's the most hype player out of the class. Yeah. I think he's exceeded my expectations. I, I think, think he's he's met and he's starting to he put up last night is just I mean one bad night over the whole, the tenure of his he's, season. He's been, he was the most NBA ready out of his class. Let's keep it a buck. He played Euro ball, came back, dominated again in high school, quote unquote. And then he went to the league. I mean, truth be told, had he not have gone to the league, he would have just been dominating in Euro ball till the league accepted him. He's, he's leading, a freak, bro. He's leading all rookies in almost every stat category there but is. See, literally, including Rebounds. Rebounds. It's just like, like last six, like, seven point guard, bro. You can't guard that. I feel His like, length is like six eleven. I feel like we put so That's much bad. hype on him, but like he goes into games like yesterday and he gives you like eight assists, four rebounds. That's good, and they'll have a game where it's like seven, seven, and three. Like we forget about that at times. You know, he has a, he has the possibility yeah. to turn into what his brother is, which is a role player. Just a role player. Such a. I mean, I just, the potential is there, but yeah, you're right. I mean, he just. <laughs> He's caught on that ceiling. He Bro, he's more of a defensive player than he is offensive yeah. now. So I think the biggest thing for Lamelo to work on to continue to go, whether you think he's exceeding, meeting, whatever, for him to continue, I think consistency is 100% oh, yeah. one thing to work on. And then especially the consistency from downtown. Because he shot 25% in his last year in the, in, in Australia before he got drafted. Yeah, I remember that. And people, people said he wasn't a good three-point shooter. Anybody that is turned on – any type of Instagram or Twitter that's been watching high school basketball since he was at Chino Hills knows he can shoot. It's just he takes dumb shots sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a lack of ability to shoot. It's a not smart shot selection. Yeah, I was so sick. When the NBA draft was on, he got picked, and some announcer was like, he can't shoot threes. I'm like, oh, yes, Stop. he can. Yeah. 
Yeah, he, takes, he takes too many and he takes ill-advised ones. Yeah. That doesn't... That doesn't make him a you bad can't shooter. Shoot. DeMar DeRozan can't shoot. But, like, LaMelo can shoot. He has to work on when he takes the shot and how many he takes. Yeah. And The why? ability is 100% there. LaMelo can shoot. He yeah. has to work on the efficiency of it. Yeah. So... And why that announcer said that, I'm glad you that, said that. Because I literally was trying to say the same thing. Bro, I you was were so, out of pocket, my good I was sir. so flabbergasted. Oh, no, you did. Like, I was so, like... I was just like, what are we talking about? Like, like I've yeah, seen this bro. kid pull from half since he was a sophomore in high school. Don't tell me. Yanking that mug. Uh, Get out of here. We're going to speed through these last couple questions. That's like uh, saying... This... this this other one is the one that we're doing. It's basically the goat goat debate. Okay. So we'll do that later. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and finish these. Uh, who's your least favorite rapper? Least favorite rapper? Six nine. I mean, that's not by popular choice. <laughs> I need. I knew he's gonna say that. Say it louder, cause I don't think we heard you. E forty. You know, other man do not mess Ooh. with E forty at all. I don't think it's like that he don't have any talent, bro. Um. He, just, he had know. a different sound that made him popular in the nineties. Yeah. He, he generated that and said, "Well, can't Ooh, be mad about it." Good, put a pin in my pole. I don't know. I'll probably just a little pump. I'll put a little pump in there. Hey, I ain't gonna count. When he first came out, he was hard. He Where has Charles Gambino been? And do you guys think he's top ten in your opinion? Charles Gambino is. Yeah, yes, we all know where he's. You know where he's been up more yeah. than anybody. That man has been on he's his uh, bag. He's he just dropped an album last year. Yeah, he just signed a multi-millionaire deal with what Amazon to, to produce. I'm gonna assume it's gonna be a, a Atlanta spinoff and or just no, movies. No, it's Atlanta. He just moved it over. Guess what I thought. So like, like, dude, he's in his Duffy right now. Yeah, I mean, the talent is undeniable. Like, would J. Would J. Cole ever outdo 2014 for a sales drive? To me, Born Sinner is his best. Yes, I agree. But so 2014 for his drive is. Good, so I can't say, but will he ever do it? I don't know. He's had time and time again. I don't even think KOD gets past those other two, so. Uh, yeah, that's true. I think, it's, I mean, probability. He said the fall off is going to be his last album. He's going to retire after. So probability-wise, I'd say no, just because he's got, if he sticks true to his word, he's got one shot to do it. And yeah. I just, it's a tough album to top. So, yeah. I mean, I want him to. Of course, I would oh, yeah. love to have another album to stack in there. Yeah, yeah because, for sure. Just because that album, if the fall off is better, doesn't mean I'm going to stop listening to 2014 Force Souls Drive. It just means I'm going to listen to the other one more. So, I hope he does. I just, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. How big could, how big could have uh, Pop Smoke been? How? The was there. Bro, what? Did you, is that really like a rule, like for real question? Yeah. How, bro. Big, how big do you think he could have been? Bro, this, I don't know. I don't think y'all realize. I don't know. Yeah, because the thing about Pop Smoke was oh, people forget that he was in legal trouble yeah. before anything else. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing. I tweeted that out a couple of days. Young rappers are 19, 18 now. They're coming up into this game. You know, when you get to that point in life, you, you start to realize different things. Yeah. Pop Smoke was in legal trouble. He was still throwing up gang signs and making careless mistakes. I mean, the guy posted his address on social media, and that's how his killer found him. Yeah. So, if he wasn't making killer's mistakes, the potential was there. The I don't sound, know if there's the a potential. Like, I don't know if there's a limit to the potential, man, because he was dude, doing something different. Dude, the limit, he no literally, it's just oh man. the the limit is how you the limit is how you do with the adversity. Because like he was yeah. in he was in and out yeah. of jail, bro. That's his true. mom had a bell and saw a car to bell on multiple out. times. 
What else? Uh, I don't think I realize how big Pushaisi's in the same some thing. legal trouble right now. Yeah. Uh, like it, it's just a lot that goes on with these rappers and legal trouble, bro. I don't think the people style realize. of Kodak's not out for free. Kodak still has to go to jail yeah, for the, the rape that he just did. Like legal trouble carries on. Like you're, yeah. you're still you're a person. Just, yeah, we're not just untouchable. But so I just think that's the biggest thing. If he could have stayed out of legal trouble, he would have been good. Pop Smoke was a genuine dude. He has a movie coming out. What next next, next week? week or yeah, but week AP comes out tonight or midnight. The same song. Yeah, I don't think people realize how big Pop Smoke could have been. But just let me put this in a fraction. He was compared to 50 Cent. Probably the most dynamic artist to off come his out. Off his yes. one album. No, no, no. Two yeah, yeah, off two albums. Two albums. And they were considerably mixtapes, quote unquote. But yeah. like, bro, like, I don't think y'all roll. 50 Cent is one of the only artists to ever go diamond. Yeah. In less than a week, bro. Like, I don't think y'all realize how big that is for music. Like, he was fit to be the king of New York. Like there's, like there's. Oh, he's still debatably the king of New York. I would still consider him to be. That's just crazy, bro. They were topping. Like, and the last question we got was, how did we all meet? Well, me and Samari came out of the same dick. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it sounds so weird when you say it like that. But my dad was pumping. So shout out to you, twin. Um, and then. Me sports media man. Yeah, Mike Swan. Then we were roommates. Yeah, our bond was just there. Uh, I don't know why he likes me, but he clicked to me. So yeah, yeah that's the biggest thing. I met Owen through Shay because I would go and drop him off from you know time to time. Their um their connection has gotten their connection has gotten bigger over time because they've been playing games and stuff. Oh yeah. So like Samari and Owen have gotten way 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 bigger. So um. It's just the connection. It's just real people, man. That's, yeah. You keep real ones around you. I can tell that. That's why me and a lot of your friends click and vice versa. So yeah. that's what that is. I love you, Jake and Brenda. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. But um, that is it for episode two. Mm. I mean, episode three. Episode three. <laughs> episode three. The real deal. The real deal. <sighs> Tap in. Birthday show coming soon. Hey, man. And then sleep. we got episode four coming yeah. sooner than soon. Yeah. We're going to do every Friday release? Friday at noon. I think that's our time, man. All right, I'm man. I'm locking it in right there. We go. Boys on Light, a podcast, episode four, coming soon. Episode three is now. Run this up to 50,000 listeners. I got something special I tried to do a little yes, blur. Let's go. Blur.